Perfect. Fucking perfection. I feel like I'm a Dalek. Do you? Yeah, something something doesn't sound right. Right. I'm Your face sure. isn't slanted yet, so you haven't you're not stroking out or anything. <laughs> I was just gonna say I said I felt like a Dalek, not like I'm having a stroke. Yeah, yeah, like I haven't watched Doctor Who for a while, but if they dramatically change from being the sort of like dustbins with a pipe. Yeah, no still dustbins with pipes, yeah. Um but they've all got the Millennium Bug now. So it just took a little bit longer to kick in than they first thought it would. <laughs> I was going to say. 20-year thing. Um, yeah, it, it's guest night, and uh, we're doing uh, like a podcast crossover thing because we've got uh, June with us, who does another podcast on the island here called Knowing Me, Knowing You, which is fucking genius. Yeah, I'd love to take name. credit for that. <laughs> Did did um, is this one of those things where the name came first? Then you thought I'm gonna have to make a podcast out of this, or was the podcast that was, uh, like, a new name? No, I'd been wanting to do a podcast, um, like just a sort of chatty one mm-hmm. for ages, and I was like, oh, it needs to be something that's a bit funny with my name. And I was just asking my mates, and um, yeah, they said no, me, no, and you, and obviously I discounted it straight away because it was ridiculous. Yeah, and then <laughs> <clears throat> nothing else came up, so I was like, well, yeah, fine, let's that go. That's ridiculous. It's a great name. Yeah. <laughs> But then, like, I need a theme tune, don't I? And it's tough to not to have that Alan Partridge kind of, like... Yeah, yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can't just get someone to do it and change the key slightly? No, well, I got <laughs> Matt, Matt Kelly did me, like, a little jingle, which mm. is, like, lovely and not um, at all copyright infringement. So, yeah. you know, that seemed... That's um, fair enough. I'll just go with that. Yeah. That work, That works a treat. Um, plus, did you find... Um, that there were a few ideas that you might have sort of scratched down. You're like, no, can't, just with the Jew pun. <laughs> yeah, well, I was kind of hoping that, like, consistently this would be only be listened to on the Isle of Man, so therefore people would just, like, say CJU, and that's fine, no worries. <laughs> but, yeah, if it went further afield, people like, knowing me, knowing what? What? <laughs> yeah. That's why none of my business ideas ever got off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I really want to open a rival for the calf, but Greasy, greasy Jews just never really sort of, uh, no. wasn't going to fly. <laughs> greasy Jews. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh no, go on. Uh, some of our listeners will know you anyway because we've got some crossover listeners from the Formula One podcast and we have crossover listeners from the Formula One podcast from the NFL podcast oh well, this is real meta now yeah, uh, yeah. Fucking so hell. you used to do the, F1, uh, the NFL podcast didn't you with Paul yeah yeah that was um, a couple of years ago now but yeah that was really good fun for a while it's, that was niches anything I mean that's mm-hmm. like Manx people talking about the NFL yeah it's so that is pretty niche. Although I've noticed over the maybe maybe not since you started doing the podcast that like you guys were a catalyst for or anything, but a lot more pubs over here do Super Bowl parties now. Yeah, it has, it has gone a bit more mainstream in the past like two or three years. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I mean, you could say it's because like they're playing in London. Yeah, but they've been doing that since two thousand and seven. So yeah. I don't see why it suddenly. Pubs, I think it's just a late night excuse for a piss up. They're <laughs> going game starts at one a.m. lads, and then. We're going to keep the pubs open until then. Maybe. But even like Sam Webbs were charging tickets for it. I think it was this year. I'm like, fuck, really? Is yeah, it that big? <laughs> I don't, I, I, no, I've never bothered with it because obviously I live in Ramsey and therefore yeah, yeah. I always want to get back to Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. It's just not worth it and work and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't, I don't see why you would when you can just like pile around your mate's house. Yeah, yeah. Like what sort of like Super Bowl atmosphere could you really generate in Sam Webbs? Yeah, it'd be a bit odd. Yeah, yeah it's a I bit mean, odd at the best of times. I don't know. Maybe actually, do you think it's because of that big uh, online 
betting place that's on Onken Head that might have imported an awful lot of um, probably might have done. American Americans. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, uh, and they won't know any difference between it, it what fan websites usually. It just seems bigger in the UK, like. though, doesn't it? It would seem to it, it just seems bigger in the UK now, though, doesn't it? Oh, NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, in yeah. general. Yeah, there's like I follow on Instagram this place in this pub in Manchester, and they do it's called like Gridiron, and they. You know, completely geared up towards NFL right, yeah. parties all season through. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's yeah. I mean, it's funny because you think with it, it's obviously it's a very American thing. It's, I, well, I don't think anyway. Like baseball is taken off in other countries quite big as well, but NF or American football is that very big in any other country? No, it's not I, even that big in Canada, <clears throat> is it? Well, you got the CFL, which is a slightly sort of different variant of it. Yeah. But the NFL is so weird. It's it's such an American game because it's unbelievably complicated. Mm-hmm. It requires like a thousand people to play it. You, <laughs> you, like you can't just you can't just have a kickabout with your mates. There's no yeah. there's no such thing as like an amateur league or is that why it's called like a, is that why it's college football because it's a whole college team. <laughs> well, pretty much. Uh, I mean, and actually, the college football thing's bigger in a way than the NFL. I mean, if you think about the size of America, there's 32 teams. Yeah. Like, the That's state, nothing, there's, there's nothing, yeah. and the states that just don't have anything to do with the NFL, mm-hmm. that don't care about it's NASCAR or whatever. Yeah. Um, whereas everyone's got a college team. Yeah. Like there's hundreds of college teams at different yeah, levels, yeah. and they're a bigger, a bigger thing really than the NFL. Like I think there's there's college stadiums that've got a hundred thousand capacity. Well, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, the, the stadiums, and they're not the pros. No, well, in, <laughs> and in fact, the the LA Rams, who are like one of the best teams this year, mm-hmm. are playing in a stadium that's got like, I think it's some ridiculous like twenty thousand capacity. Right, okay, abs- well. it's nothing. That's their home stadium. Yeah, wow. But it's okay because they're they're moving and fucking hell. <laughs> oh god! Right, go on. Sorry, professionalism. <laughs> this is why I come. This is look at the setup in here. You're kicking beer bottles all over the shop. Can be deceiving. But. Yeah, so I, I, I don't think for all the money that's that's in American football, it's yeah. completely consistent across the board. Right. Okay. Popularity. Yeah. No, it's just it, but it's a, I find it's a strange one that, as you say, it is quite niche, and even in America, it's got its own sort of nichety about it. Um, is that how, a word? Yeah. Let's say for it a is. Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's. It, I find it weird how other American sports haven't taken off as much. Like ice hockey isn't really that big a deal in the UK. There's a, I know there's, there's UK a, ice hockey teams, but it's not like you wouldn't get an NHL match screened on the BBC. No, do not like at NHL all, roundup. In <laughs> fact, I, I don't even think NBA I wouldn't even know where you would find NHL on Sky or anything like that. No, I know there's a uh, there's a channel like uh, you know like an app so you can subscribe to the channel so you can do it through like your now tv or whatever you can get the nhl channel and do it that way i think you pay per team or something mm. crazy so um well, but, i know yeah. i know the nfl do like this game pass where you could watch but if it's being shown on sky yeah, yeah. it's blanked out so it, it, so you pay like 120 quid or whatever it's not a cheap amount to have mm-hmm. all the games and everything except if your game's been shown on tv at which point you can't watch you it you can't watch it Right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the the weird idiosyncrasies of American like TV network and yeah, how like yeah. strong there are all that sort of deals. Yeah, like, like, UK TV's getting like that as well, isn't it? Because isn't it? I I don't watch rugby, for instance, but mm-hmm. the um, every single Eng- England game is on Sky apparently, where and every other game of whatever's going on is on, on BBC. BBC. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, because uh, Sky because England. 
Yeah, because it's all about who has the agreement, isn't it? So mm-hmm. I think it's the same with um, the NFL in America. The obviously the like the networks like CNN or or whatever they are. Yeah, they all set their deals with certain teams. So okay, instead of the league. Yeah, and I found it there's so the. LA Chargers will never play a game on Thanksgiving because the teams that do play on Thanksgiving have their own agreements with certain networks and LA. Right. And you're like getting into that level of, yeah. and that's like the scheduling. You think, God, yeah. this, I thought it was a bit bad when they moved like Everton to a Sunday because they're playing Liverpool or something. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> that's, um, that, that's such an American thing because that's just lawyered up to book. Where yeah, you've gone. There's, there's not, it's not a scheduling thing. That's just lawyers going. Well, if we're going to do this, I'm going to. It's all they've got this thing, this collective bargaining agreement, which yeah. is where all the money is split out evenly amongst them all. And yeah, it's, it's all heavily uh, related to. It's the same with timeouts. It goes on for like three and a half hours, right? Because they have like advertise, literally advertising timeouts. Yeah. That, wow. that have to have a certain number of breaks within the the game to get their adverts in. Wow, Jesus! Yeah, which That's I never, crazy. I never appreciated. You just like you're watching the game, and then it cuts back to the sky, mm-hmm. and they just talk because they just talk about stuff. You think, oh, it's part of the show, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. no, but in America, they're like eat a Snickers, have a beer, right. yeah, take wow. these. These may kill you. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about concussion. Nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I suppose that's why it's like so it's it's always said, isn't it? The advertising space during the Super Bowl time is like ridiculously expensive. Yeah, but, but that was probably plays a good factor into it. It's not just that it's the Super Bowl that you have this very much thought through sort of schedule where it's like, okay, the game the game's good, but the advertising space is the thing we'll look at. It's the important thing in a way. And it's a game that lends itself to that level of advertising because it's yeah. stop start. You know, yeah, you couldn't, yeah. you can't fit squeeze that into football or rugby because no. it's always, it's always going. No, but then when wasn't there something recently where they're going to change something to do with Formula One, where it was like it's become so. less about the race. I don't remember what it was. It was some shit that you shared on Twitter, um, and it just it looked like if they carried on pushing, it was going to be less about the race and more about like advertisers or sponsors and things mm-hmm. that they were going to change up but it's I could see that's the way that like the TKT could quite easily go in that it you sort of you get more about the attractions and things that go on during race week than the actual race itself <laughs> to try and bring people over to be to be fair the TT is probably the best placed motorsport event in the world to actually yeah. add advertising to it because yeah, yeah. okay that's because what, it's impossible to film exactly yeah. and there's so much dead space on the live coverage it's like yeah, yeah. right let's go to so and so at the hairpin. Well, we haven't had anything come through yet. <laughs> or they they hang on to Dave Christian at Glen Helen yeah. as he's like, and here's number fifty eight, like ten minutes behind the f- yeah. first place. But we're still talking about it because no one's got to the next red, uh, radio Next. post at ten miles down the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting with the live coverage that they're looking to do next year. Then about like how would they? Would it be worth just tracking the top five people and having them? Around the thing, or would there be these bits where it's like, well, this guy's about to get lapped, but we sort of we're not going to keep up with the first sort of five places for the whole race. I suppose, yeah. Is it more interesting seeing people who are in like fifteenth and eighteenth, what are battling out actually on the road, yeah, or just I, following one bike around? Yeah, because it's such a big course as well. It's not like you're doing like Silverstone or something, or um, I think it's like the that. worst sport in the world to try and. Put on television, yeah, because it'll turn people off. I yeah. Think. yeah, it's it's like rally. I mean, who wants to watch rally live? <laughs> no, yeah, you know. <laughs> you you can do so such a better job 
after the event with building a story behind yeah, yeah. things with the full picture and all the information that comes out around it. What do you boys think of the TT generally? Uh, I don't mind. I I live next to the Crosby Pub, so I live on the course. Um, so I I don't mind it really. Um, it's it's not something I'm not like mad about bikes or anything. But no. I'll go down and watch maybe a couple of practices in a race or something during the time. So I, I'm a bit like Martin. I'm not a mad TT fan, but what I do like is I. I love the pinnacle of something. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Well, you're the and, best at that thing. Well, it's it's just it's 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 probably an oversaid thing, but like that is um, the world's greatest road race. It, it's if you're a motorcycle rider, that's your Everest. Yeah. You know, yeah, because there's every chance you'll die. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, but I think as the, as the world becomes more and more sanitized, and we we protect people more and more. Um, we should treasure the the risk of death. The risk of it. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the nice. That would be the good thing about it being live is that if oh, someone so fucks it into a wall, <laughs> <laughs> that's the nice thing about it being live. Well, the exciting thing—that's the thing you can get the viewers in because people are horrible bastards, but, really, aren't they? <laughs> I'll put it like so. I I go back and forth on TT. I used to uh-huh. when I was a kid growing up, I loved it, mm-hmm. and I used to marshal when I was sixteen until I was in my mid twenties, and I hated it because uh, at the end, because most people who put on an orange tabard are power hungry yeah. assholes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I haven't ridden a bike. I've read rode a bike for like a year when I was eighteen. Okay, and now I've sort of settled into what I would consider to be neutrality mixed with. General annoyance at the inconvenience to my life. Okay, like you know, when when, <laughs> You're the when average Manxie. Yeah, like oh, I need. I just want to get home from work. Yeah. Oh, the fucking roads oh, are closed. Oh well, wonderful. So this is like twenty minutes just sat on the prom staring at nothing. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just so. Oh, the mountain roads one way. This means oh, it's shut because it's one way because there's been an accident on it, yeah. obviously. And now and I've got to take the most circuitous route back to my house yeah. ever in the life. Yeah, so, <laughs> but. When I was away traveling last year, I came across this English fellow and we were talking, he knew the other man from the TT. Yeah. And he was very anti it. And right, I, okay. I've never been more TT in my life. <laughs> you could have cut me open, I would bled castrol. <laughs> and I would normally say I'm like neutral to the point of like mild annoyance. And But when challenged, it's like a family member. Yeah. It's like, you know, you'll slag off your brother to yeah, the yeah. cows come home. But as soon as someone from outside says he's a wanker, well, you yeah. know, the walls come up. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course, yeah. Um, but I do like... You, you touched on about the, um, the sort of like, oh, well, there's a real chance you might see some death. I do find this weird way that the Isle of Man promotes the TT because mm-hmm. you're kind of saying, hey, it's the world's like, you know, well, greatest yeah, road race is dangerous. Look at this. Yeah. Let's show footage of on the big film of Connor Commons going off the side of a mountain yeah, and yeah. Guy Mount, Martin's bike blowing up. And, he must be sick of seeing that. Uh, well, he's probably not sick of the checks he gets. Anyways, the. Uh, do you think he gets uh, paid for it? Um, for the footage? I, I don't know. But I reckon if I was going to be shown being flung down a mountain like a rag doll, I'd want to be some sort of license out of that. Yeah, I don't think he'll be paid for it. If he does, it will be somebody doing it out of like decency. I right, don't yeah. see that happening. Maybe. <laughs> um, but it's like nice this... t-shirt. Oh, oh, thanks. Yeah, sorry, I was actually a bit warm. <laughs> I was trying to flash you. Um, I find it like this double standard almost because you're sort of saying. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's super dangerous, but safety first, lads. Yeah, yeah. it's a one-way mountain, with no speed limit. But <laughs> yeah. be careful when you're riding on that. Yeah, uh, like there's what, a forty-foot fucking drop on one it, side. I mean, are you really? Are you, <laughs> like, who who are you kidding? Yeah. You're sort of saying like, oh, so 
come on over here on your R1, and yeah. um, it'll go like 200 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. And here's a road that's one way and no speed limit. Mm. Uh, but obviously, we all know that you've got to be safe. Yeah, yeah. Like no one's no no, no one's doing that. Do I I don't understand why the mountain road can't be policed properly. How do you mean? Well, I mean. Bang a speed limit on it would be a bang, good start. bang a speed limit on it. <laughs> but this, but still this, break it. this is this is the point. Yeah. You you could mitigate that road right down, couldn't but you? I don't. I don't. But they don't want to. So yeah. it's this weird double standard. But I yeah, think yeah. for one, for uh, for every person, for, for listeners that are, um, don't know about this, um, obviously with the TT being a street street well road course, mm-hmm. uh, anyone can go for a fly around it when there's no racing going on it. Yeah, yeah, it's just a uh, normal road. And the mountain circuit court part, which you could argue is one of the most dangerous parts of the circuit, um, is one way uh, during the course of the TT because nanas were driving home and then German bikers were going straight through the windscreen. Yeah, they were trying to avoid head-on collisions because yeah. they felt that was, that was the highest proportion of deaths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did help me do uh, 100 miles an hour in my <laughs> Renault Kangoo van. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But, did you have uh, your crash helmet on when you were doing that? No. <laughs> but uh, I was amazed he did it. <laughs> That's the blue one that doesn't move anymore. You sure the speedo wasn't just broken and it was just sort of like a bit of wind resistance? Oh, no. I put, I, I, I put gaffer tape over it and then drew onto it. And drew onto it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, so oh, fuck, I forgot where it was now. Yeah. So you can go you can go around at the, around the, you can the, do the, the circuit. Course yeah. as fast as you want, basically. I don't understand why it can't be policed properly i don't get why for the amount of officers and don't get me wrong i realize the police have stressed you know the best yeah. of times mm-hmm. i don't get why we don't have a permanent two or three just at the drivers the no no driver yeah. you place it as you're doing it oh okay and yeah, then yeah. you have permanent two or three riders and one driver maybe going round the circuit we, at the same time i mean right? they to a certain extent they do so they've got like because i pass it every every day mm-hmm. like the hairpin has five police cars yeah three yeah. or f- three or four or five police cars just waiting but that's ridiculous and there's there's a couple at, yeah, at the bungalow and there's the, a couple at the craig Nabar. policing yeah, yeah. the hairpin is ridiculous but they have to, but they have to do that because realistically what they're policing is the road closure order when someone inevitably stuffs it into a hedge yeah, yeah. they also have um people who are like Marked unmarked cars on unmarked bikes going mm. around and following and, and checking up, mm. but if you think about the logistics of, was it about sixteen miles? I think. Yeah. And because it's one way, once you'd gone to Douglas, the only way of coming back is like a thirty-minute journey via Laxey. Yeah. So yeah, the yeah, amount of, of vehicles involved to police yeah. that to come back to the hairpin to go round again. Well, then you shut the mountain road. Well, <laughs> and this and this is back to my original point that I find that double yeah. standard with the Isle of Man. Yeah, yeah. Because you you're saying okay, so you know, be careful the te- the mountain road, but actually they could, like you said, yeah. they could slap a fifty miles an hour on it yeah, yeah, and put speed. Yeah. Li- they could yeah. they could really reduce down and mitigate all the deaths up there completely. Yeah, but yeah. in doing so, they remove one of the pulls and the attractions yeah, of yeah. coming to the Isle of Man, I which think, is that mountain road. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's an, a, a horrible attitude from our fucking decrepit, not present company. That's <laughs> just what I had to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> decrepit government. That um, because I think for every 
for every one rider that wouldn't go over say, oh, I can't, I can't go and try and fucking kill myself in the TT course, mm-hmm. you would get a family come over or you would get another right, person okay. come over. You shift the attention for the yeah, visitors. Yeah. Be- shift, because yeah, the, it's, in, it's in the same way as we always say, like... Uh, TT week, all you hear is fucking ACDC on the Isle of Man. <laughs> right, like, yeah, yeah. For some reason, we've got it in our heads that if you wear fucking leathers, you want to listen That's to ACDC, ACDC whether you like it or not. Yeah. And it's simply not the fucking case. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you've got to see the success of Bushy's beer tent with yeah. their more, like, it felt a bit more family orientated yeah. to it. Yeah. It was just a lot yeah, better yeah. than that sort of like, you come to a car park to drink beer and that's like, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I completely agree that you could com- you could completely renovate the TT and b- yeah. and change it, and that's why I feel increasingly uncomfortable about it. I but going back to what you said early doors, which was about things have become too sanitized, and it's and having that raw edge to it mm-hmm. is something a bit special. I prefer it if we went that direction the and just came way. out and just came out and said, yeah, you know what, it is a completely like lawless. Um, yeah. You know, it's an open road. It's mm-hmm. no speed limit. Yeah, there's a good chance you'll die. Crack on. Yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you know what? I, I agree with you to a certain extent, but um, it's... I don't care about the... I, I never count visitors that die. <laughs> you see, they're <laughs> all... Just locals only. But they're all that I count. Right no, there. When, I when a racer dies yeah, and someone be. says they know the risk, I can almost stomach oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, yeah. but they're, they're the only ones I feel sad about because they were just they were just doing something that they like doing. Um, what I do... Think, think about is the risk to normal people. Yeah, it's, that's, it's, that's the one. Well, it's that very famous YouTube that the police used as a big sort of camp, uh, advertising car, campaign yeah. where the guy was riding normally and there was someone coming the opposite direction who yeah. cut in front of him and killed him. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's that's the. To a certain extent, when I drove over, drove, drove over the mountain, I almost like adopt a bloody minded approach of I'm in a car, they're in a bike. If yeah. they want to be dicks, they're going to come off worse. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. sort of like sit here and... and Because so many people drive so defensively mm-hmm. and they just sit. And as soon as you hear a bike or a sniff of a bike, mm-hmm. they're straight over hugging the left-hand side of the road. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and bikes see that and just drive past on your side of the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I think that's more dangerous than anything because it only takes a little wiggle yeah, and, yeah. and they're off. I think there's two ways to do it. When people are scared... If bikes coming up behind them, that's one thing. But I mean, if I get bikes behind me in the car, it, I will make sure I allow them to get past. Do you, do you know what I mean? But it's but like you say, people that just go over and then start driving really slowly. That's just. I just think that if if a bike wants to overtake me, there's the laws of the road that it can adhere to, yeah, and yeah. it can wait until there's nothing coming and go past. I'm not going to allow it to sneak in bike between. Laws are different to people laws. <laughs> and the TT and the TT again embraces that you know like parking like bikes yeah, yeah. can just sling their bike the, anyway doesn't matter yeah yeah and when I used to work above Barbary Coast hmm. that used to really bore my piss you just all the you couldn't even sit on a bench on the the quayside yeah, yeah, there because they'd be full of bikes yeah. and someone had parked their car just next to where the other cars parked got ticketed hmm. and it was just surrounded by bikes and I'm yeah, thinking yeah. well like let that car off yeah yeah or ticket everything everything yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, how much are you going to make? There's 20 bikes here. Yeah, but <laughs> you're well, not going to make anything because the bikers are going to come along, tear it up, and then yeah. go. What's the? Yeah, and and then I get the other argument of like, well, actually, it's good to let bikers come here and and sort of have that slightly different experience, and they go away having a really good magical time in the Isle of Man. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we've got to accept that we are a tourist destination, and part of being a tourist destination destination is you 
are providing a service yeah. and you entertainment. Can sort of allow mm. those leeways a little bit for for the visitors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a um, it's a hell of a thing. But I, I mean, like they've been talking for a few years now about how to build it, and they were talking about that World Series TT, which I, I always thought was quite a bad idea, um, mainly because their big thing is that they always go on about the TT being the most dangerous course in the world. It's the big, like it's the Everest sort of thing and all of a sudden you're now going okay there's a belgian tt and there's a philippines tt and you're yeah. like but how are they dangerous because that's all the tt's wrote its name on but but not not just that but if i was like in france and i was like so i could just go to belgium you say yeah, yeah. and watch the same riders in the same race yeah why would i piss around going to the isle of man yeah you'd have to work on the thing that well because that's the big one in, but given but, that uh given that logic nobody would go to any motors like any other motorsport like series Prix like one. Formula One for instance yeah. but I think the difference being that it, um, they all have their own uh, group of people that would go from their country because they built up so yeah. British yeah. people would go to the British Grand Prix yeah. and wouldn't travel to other ones because mm-hmm. they can go to the British Grand Prix but we there's no one there's no one here to thing. like you know we just have the Manx people going well no we do we, we do have roads are shut again yeah <laughs> well, like the whole, the only benefit to us is getting people into the Isle of Man. Otherwise, we're staging quite an expensive but entertainment for a few Manx yeses. In that, yeah, <laughs> but if, if that's the case, if we're if we're kind of calling the shots of what would become that, then you just make the the Isle of Man TT, the the like the the British TT. Do you know what I mean? You oh, make okay, it yeah. of Great Britain. So you yeah, still make sure but, that the but, British so are so there, so there is. Do you there really is, want a bunch of English people over here? They're the, <laughs> they're the worst, mate. No, I would prefer the Germans to be fair. Yeah, I, I always like it when, when someone's got on their bike and thought, yeah, I'll just drive for two days solid to get here. I've got a bit of respect, but when they yeah, just yeah. like nipped over from the Wirral. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah um, I, I liked the idea of the of the series thing. Um, okay, but because don't forget the the TT used to be part of the World Championship, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. You know, it's not it's not like that's a new fine thing. if you wanted to piggyback it on and yeah. bigger thing, but having uh, its own TT series where you're outsourcing the name. Yeah, all you're doing is making other people money and diluting your brand. Yeah, being yeah, part yeah, of the World Series and getting bigger names and part of that mm-hmm. to come to you mm-hmm. is is beneficial to the TT. Why did that stop? Well, death was that it? Yeah, because yeah. I always remember hearing it in. Hearing, yeah, fuck it. Hearing an interview with Valentino Rossi, and oh, he, he was asked, "Would you ever do the TT?" Like, He's no. like, oh, "Nope, no." <laughs> <laughs> but it stopped in like the seventies, didn't it? Yeah. And I think right, it was, okay. the things the deaths, and also the time, because obviously it's two weeks. Like yeah, everyone yeah. else, just rocks up for a weekend yeah, to some yeah, track, yeah. don't they? Mm-hmm. But you're saying to people like, oh, "Not only are you going to risk your life right. and have a completely different discipline from some your track billiard, like that. Bo- uh, billiard table uh, yeah, yeah. track out in uh, you know San Marino or whatever to." come to somewhere where there's a wall either side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's terrifying, isn't it? I mean, mm. I, you get you forget about it because we always focus on the mountain because that's a place you can go fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that's like, I still wouldn't fancy nipping it off the side, but it's still wide and open and yeah. it feels yeah, big. Yeah, yeah, But when you drive around like Kirk Michael. Yeah, well, yeah. Corey Benz. Corey Benz is yeah. fucking deadly. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's flat out. Yeah. They don't see Benz. They just see it as like a series of yeah, straights. Yeah, series of straights with fucking cliffs either side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the thing. I remember uh, Joey Dunlop saying that it was like, how do you do, how do you race the TT? And he's like, well, there's a green bit and a grey bit, and I try and stay on the grey bit. Mm. It's like, fair enough. <laughs> um, I mean, don't get me wrong. You, 
I do have absolute respect for the the races mm-hmm. because to be able to remember the course yeah, or yeah. have the skill to react to it to go that fast and to put to ignore the fact that there's a stone wall and a tree right there mm-hmm. and still fly into a corner yeah, yeah. and do like what Connor Cummins did. Like I remember being in the gym after he had his big off and he came in, you know, and with his walking sticks and doing like the most basic body weight exercise, just trying to build himself back yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. To go through that and get back on a bike. Oh, it's incredible. And yeah, then yeah, be yeah. super fast as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. No, no thanks. Yeah. And it's the the psychology of that. Like when you were saying before about they they always use that, like the corner going off the mountain, the, that crash is like an example of, holy shit, it's a dangerous thing. You think the amount of times, if I'd have gone off that, and people were just going, hey, have you seen? Look, this is the time you went off that. He's like, Stop I understand it. that. PTSD or something. Do you, do you not remember the time we were recording a Patreon podcast and Go the on. file corrupted and we just had to put the headphones straight back on and re record the podcast? Re record all over again. It's exactly the same. Exactly thing. the same. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I hit record now, it's like my potential NAM all over again. Yeah. But. I think the big thing, you know, you, the the phrase we always trot, trot out of, they know the risks. Mm-hmm. I don't think they do. I think, I think they, they really understand. It's because it. it's never going to happen to them, is yeah, it? Yeah, no. You've got that detachment. Yeah. Do you think there's like a, like if you watch something on telly, you go, that'll never happen to me. But if you're ever in that situation. To be fair, I don't even think that's a racist mentality. I think it's every other fucker in a car. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, 15 years ago, I drove to Gambia um, okay. three weeks after I passed my driving test. and Was that like a tour thing? Like a, um, was that when like, you did so the thing with Ben? Like, like a gumball Yeah, I did, sort, sort of. I did yeah. the, this is the one I did before okay. Ben, but it's the same, same principle, yeah, same yeah. exact same thing. Um, uh, yeah, so, so kind of like gumball. It's called the Plymouth Dakar. Mm-hmm. So like the Paris Dakar, but from Plymouth. Yeah. And it's like, you've got to have a car worth 100 quid. Okay. So right, we yeah. had a... 15-year-old Renault 19 that had no right to be going across the Sahara Desert in any shape or form. And it was and it was a great experience. And, um, it sounds amazing. Already. It was. It yeah. was it was wonderful. Um, but to get to across the Sahara Desert, you've got to get into Mauritania from Morocco. And they haven't got the best relations around there. Well, that's where He-Man comes from. He-Man? Mauritania. That doesn't sound like a real no, place. No. Isn't that Eternia? <laughs> Close. <laughs> The Islamic Republic so of Mauritania. Quickly, right. Have you ever heard of Mauritania before? No. No, I, did, I now don't feel so stupid. <laughs> no, no, no one has. No one has. The Islamic Republic of Mauritania. It's where the Sahara Desert is. Okay. Um, right, you know, you, it's not a million miles away from the Canary Islands. You can fly there from there. Right. Um, but the border between there and Morocco. Oh, haven't WWE gone there? I'd go to Mauritania Mania. Mauritania Mania, that is what that writes itself. I think it's because they make Saudi Arabia look real liberal. That's probably why. Right. Um, they've had a couple of coups. They had a civil war while I was there. I didn't notice. But, um, they, it's awfully busy around here. Yeah. Some fireworks have been going off to again. To be fair, that is an incredibly civil war then. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, and there's a minefield between Morocco and Mauritania. Right. And, like, technically it's been cleared. Right. But you still have to drive across it to get to the border. And it's not, like, a signposted border, and it's not, like, most land borders where it's, like, one fence, yeah, yeah. 100 yards, one fence. It was literally just, there you go, lads, and it's a desert. And you can't right. see the, where the border post is, and there's no road because right. the sand moves. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of followed an old Roman road and hope for the best. <laughs> and um, you drive past, like, burnt-out cars. Now, I just kind of assumed... Look, this is a bit. This is a border. There's no way there's like that mine, mines around here, yeah, yeah. really. That's not going to happen to me. 
but it might, I could have been blown up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, absolutely, and yeah. like, who, who, who would have been, people would have been like, oh, they should ban this rally. And, yeah. you know, I wouldn't have wanted that. I knew the risks technically because yeah, yeah, they yeah. were quite open about it being a minefield. Yeah. But I didn't know the risks. Yeah. Like, I was just like, yeah, be fine. Yeah, it'd be grand. There's no and way. It was. There's organizers to this event. They're not going to put us, make us drive through a minefield, are they? Mm. This goes back to what we said the other week uh, on our last what, podcast. Open we, the stakes of the TT. No, we. <laughs> we <laughs> I think night courses, and in the day, there should be a sniper on the mountain course. There's no way would a sniper be able to shoot a rider doing 200 miles an hour on them. No, yeah. but be, you'd hear the bang and it would freak you out. If, Je- you? if Jesse Ventura yeah. says it was impossible for Kennedy to get shot, you're not going to get a rider on a bike, are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, a fucking good sniper. Well, though. Jesse Ventura would know. <laughs> uh, but night courses, I'd be up for that. It'd be good. Be the bollocks. What I was going to say, yeah, was, cool. it was what we were saying last week about people. It's so easy when um, if you, if you get someone that's willing to go, I've got all the answers. Follow me. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. That is exactly what happened across yeah. that minefield. There was one fellow who'd been there a couple of years before, so we were like, you go first, that's great. Yeah. And we just followed them. Unfortunately, we followed it to where the border used to be, and they'd oh. actually moved it 200 yards. Um, <laughs> and then we tried to like dig our way through this sand dune that we thought had magically appeared. But actually, they spent a bit of time bulldozing that sand dune in place, and they thought we were trying to break into their country. Amazing. So I came over the hill with AKs, and we're like, <gasps> why would we want to break into this shithole? Um, I love that though you never hear like invade yeah break into the country you never hear that as a phrase well no no like Mauritania's not the kind of place you like try and illegally enter it's the place you try and illegally leave (laughs) right (laughs) oh speaking of which you've fucking been to North Korea yeah I have yeah (laughs) how did that go that was lovely yeah it was one of my best holidays Um, did they give you like the tourist version of it well I I have quite good feelings about it, but yeah. some people think I'm I've been brainwashed by it. Um, <laughs> not brainwashed. So everything you to a certain extent, everything you've heard is true. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. when we got into the country, they had I had to hand over my phone, open, and they looked through all the photos that are on my phone mm-hmm. to see. I want to make sure I wasn't bringing some like evil photos in. Yeah. But I just deleted everything before so I went. They've seen your cock, basically. Well, I'd be worried. Like, I did. Oh, what your class is bad photographs. Well, listen. If you're in a, the kind of WhatsApp groups I am, yeah, yeah like okay. anything that's in those, pretty much, yeah, yeah. Um, and and it's animal sex, isn't it? <laughs> Gosh, I was saying. Um, uh, and they that's confiscate. The I had, girlfriend. I had a. a a guidebook to like Lonely Planet guidebook to North Korea. They confiscated that. Right, that was okay. a big deal. That wasn't just like, oh, you can't bring that in, mate. Yeah, They're yeah. like, what's this yeah, evil yeah. stuff? We didn't make it. Yeah. Well, it's because um, they cropped a photo of the great leader. So, like, oh, okay. Well, they're, they're really funny about that. Like, yeah. if you've got an image of a statue or yeah, yeah. a picture or the great leader, it has you can't, unaltered. and it can't be creased, and so you can't yeah. fold a poster. Or Ooh, something. Wow, that's, okay. it's really that's wallets cool. in North Korea are out. <laughs> Um, and then but we had we did have a guide who was with us Mm -hmm. the whole time and we weren't allowed to like leave the hotel without the guide guide. wow to an extent like they said oh well you know if you want to go for a walk just make sure you tell us don't just leave and and then you can so they weren't like gunpoint Mm -hmm. equally they put us on an island in the middle of the river on in a hotel (laughs) So I wasn't going to go for a You're stroll down the shops, anyways. Um, and they, 
uh, the the days like we're up at six and you were finished by nine, so I was not in the mood to be doing anything other than go to bed anyway. So yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Really what, what was it work you were there for? Was no, no, it was a holiday. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, just just a just trip. Um, the, fucking arms dealer. <laughs> no, no, it's just just the way you said about the times. Oh no, well, yeah, because yeah, because you know it's like if you go on a tour, any kind of tour holiday to be and yeah, to, to be fair, that's been my experience. When I went to South America, you're working on someone else's clock. Yeah, they're like, yeah. right, so we've got an itinerary yeah, and yeah, we're yeah. providing a service to you, so yeah. let's go. Get your um, I'd be in prison so quickly. I'm, I'm awful with authority, <laughs> I'm really bad with it. It's not the place for me. Well, I, there's, certain, there's a certain thing about potentially being killed that really focuses your mind. Like, <laughs> like, you know, if it's a rap yep. on the knuckles or sort of like, oh, well, we're going to have to find you, you kind yeah. of like have a bit more leeway. But if there's a genuine threat of death, then, you yeah. Because yeah. um, I went just after that American lad had been. Detained, right? Okay, yeah. So yeah. that was very much in yeah, the forefront yeah. of my mind. Yeah. Um, and you know, so this hotel is a hotel that only foreigners go to mm-hmm. in Pyongyang, and yeah, the streets are all empty, and you can take as many. I took like over a thousand photos, so there's no really restrictions yeah, except yeah. you can't take photos of the military, which is a very common everywhere. Yeah, like yeah. Um, so, it's not as bad as that. It is made out, and I've seen a few. If you watch the Vice documentary. Mm-hmm. I, pretty much everything that happened to him happened to us. So you go to like a restaurant that does not look like a restaurant. Like you wouldn't right. stumble across it normally. It's above a dress shop that you walk through right. to get to the restaurant okay. and you're the only people in that restaurant. Wow. And you genuinely feel like if you weren't there, they wouldn't have opened that restaurant. Yeah. Right. So there is that. That's a bit but weird. Is yeah. that because they don't, because it's a socialist sort of state, so they don't? have a lot of people that just go out for dinner. Yeah, yeah. It's a different culture. It's a different way of life. Mm. Food was plentiful for us. Was it for everyone else? Probably yeah. not. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're in, and people, and like what people have always said to me is like, oh yeah, but they only made you see what they wanted what, you yeah, to yeah. see. And there's always two things that I say to that. One, if that is what they want me to see, it's fascinating because it was fucking mad. It's fucking yeah, yeah. So like, if that's what they think's their best, yeah, yeah. yeah. like shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm what you in. saw was what the country is like. And, you know, it's it's clearly a country on lockdown. Yeah. But I don't think there's, like, a secret fucking slum, you know. No. Uh, uh, just, just behind uh, the wall that and, you can't go to, walk past. To be fair, if I'd just spent my entire time in Pyongyang, mm-hmm. then maybe I might have believed that there was some kind of machinations going on. Yeah, yeah. But we drove, like, eight hours across country. Wow. And, like, I don't care how good you are as, a, like, a dictatorship. You can't. Take over all, all yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah. So well, you look at um, uh, Bahrain Grand Prix always comes in. Is that the one night. with the wall that they do at night? Yeah. Yeah, and that's they, fucking crazy. And they, they turned it into a night race because the uh, one one year the fucking country got some balls behind it and had a massive protest right at the wall. So they just instead of trying to sort the country out, yeah. they spent the money to light the circuit and to like it's a night race from now on. So you can't see. Just it when so the you can't over. see. Everything behind the wall. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> um, I do love Formula One. <laughs> um, oh, did you see that the OnePlus phone company have made a Mercedes phone? They've made a McLaren phone. I that's think the one. Find. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, McLaren. It's <laughs> a yeah, difference, isn't it? Yeah. I must say, oh, zoom, if, zooms. if there was ever a phone that was going to get me away from an iPhone, it, it would, would probably be a McLaren phone. Yeah. But it's just not fucking happening. Not, <laughs> not after you've just dropped twenty million pounds on all your nice new Apple stuff. Well, given the fact that I was fucking at McLaren earlier this year as well, they could have given you one. Could have given me one, bastards. Yeah, cunts. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, lovely people. It was a really nice time. If anyone's <laughs> listening, and I, I look forward to going in the future. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon. As long as there's a phone yeah. in it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd have done a pen, to be honest. I'd have just had a pen. <laughs> just a McLaren pen. Mm. Better than your Apple pen. Is it called an Apple pen? Or is Apple it pencil, motherfucker. Apple pencil. Yeah. Right. What? Fucking hell. It's not just a stick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Easily losable stick. It magnetically attaches to the side of my iPad. And anything else? Uh, does, it, does it attach the fridge as well? No. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, I don't think so. Oh, it might, it might do. Isn't What's mag- the magnetic isn't bit of it? Magnets and like electrical equipment, not a great combination. Oh, I'm no expert. Well, I thought that because... They're not great with your debit cards. That apparently yeah. the new, this new iPad has a hundred and eighty magnets in it. Why? To keep the cover on, because oh, just oh, get one big I one. Shouldn't do this because otherwise it's going to go. Because it doesn't. It's just magnety stuff. Yeah, well, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> involuntary breath there. It's like there's those YouTube clips where some kids like, oh look, you can. Sm- I put this over the cupboard. <laughs> yeah. You smash the phone and they reveal it's absolutely destroyed. Yeah, for our <laughs> so, listeners so listening in stupid. black and white, I just held my iPad up. Just yeah, listen, relying on the magnets. Yeah, I'm yeah, never that, doing it again because I fucking love that thing. It's the best thing I've bought for fucking ages. <laughs> really? Yeah, I really love it. It's got a good screen on it for your porn hubbing. Okay, yeah. 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 Fucking great, and it, uh, it, do you really want to see a porn star in HD? I can't think of anything worse. Well, you uh, see, I'm more of an amateur porn person anyway. So it's <laughs> so, going, that's going to be so low res. You don't need that exactly. sort of screen. Yeah, yeah, but it's. Um, I mean, I, I think porn for iPad is better because it's right in front of your face. So yeah, but won't you need to use both hands to hold it? Not really. The the iPad. No, I've got I've got pretty big <laughs> hands. Not. I mean, I, I, it, theoretically, what I do is. I'd get rid of the case and I'd hold it just in one hand like that and pop, 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 pop. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for the, uh, dis- the demonstration. Oh, is that just in how case you I- do it? I've been doing it wrong all these years. Just the- theoretically, well, obviously. You-, you say that, but that's quite true, actually. Everyone, everyone wanks, but yeah. no one's ever been taught how to wank. No, you just got everyone, to figure it out. Ev- so- Exactly. So there's every chance that somewhere in the world there's someone doing it wrong. It's yeah. like a, we we've got a wank story. Have we? We've got a twin no. wank story. Hold on. Don't say twin wank story. <laughs> look at me as so we have a wank story. Yeah. Like you, but you're not. You don't even look alike. We're I don't think you're twins. No, no, but we're cum brothers. <laughs> no, we're, oh no, no, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> Just now. <laughs> I've heard uh, of custard cousins, but once wow, no, no, no. Oh, go on. Then you might as well tell the rest of the story. Well, I thought it was the no. But go on, yeah. <laughs> well, bearing in mind that uh, Martin is a year younger than me, he was obviously a bit further along than I was. A bit more advanced than that. <laughs> but we worked out in a drunken night, day in the corner house that we had our first wank to climax at exactly the same time. What? How? What? Didn't know each other. No. Nope. I well, did. <laughs> Yeah. Well, weren't even in the same house. Yeah, right? yeah, I was going to say, like, how do you know it was at the same... Because I, I remember my very first wank, but I couldn't tell you... I don't even know how, what year it was. ITV it, premiere of Basic Instinct. Yep. <laughs> as a, as a, a young man finally thinking, actually, I've had enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's this? Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. I, I mean, when I was... When I, like, I remember, like, when I first started getting erections and things, and I was like, well... What, I, 
so I do have to wait until I get married now. Like, how do I, how do I, how do I, how do I cope with this? This is terrible. Yeah. And it took me like probably far longer than it should have done to be like, hang on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> if only, if only Bill Cosby had thought that. <laughs> Well, that could look like a fanny a little bit. Yeah. If I just, oh, God, it worked, it worked, it worked. Amazing. Eureka! <laughs> I fucked it. <laughs> Sudden realisation. Actually, the hand could move instead of the penis. Oh. Yeah. It's so much less effort instead of fucking your hand to have the hand fuck you. Yeah. Do you know what I'd love to remember more? No. <laughs> no. What I'd love to remember more than the fact that what we just discussed happened. Yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to remember um, how we got to that in the conversation. I don't know. Yeah, I'd love to know that. Fuck knows. To be fair, it, it probably wouldn't have been too difficult. Not, not the conversation then. Conversation again. No, to. God, no. When was your first wank? Um, basic Instinct Premier ITV. <gasps> oh, snap! Did, hugs? <laughs> Maybe not appropriate. Did, uh, did you work out when in the film? No, yeah, I, 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 I thought. Ooh, was it the same bit? I thought it was the sex scene, you know, with the wax and the stuff. Oh, I don't know. I, mm. I'm not sure. Basic, I've always put myself down. Basic Instinct thing. is the one with William Defoe in it, isn't it? I think so. But, maybe. maybe. So he, well, it's Michael Douglas and Sharon Stone. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. The so uh, the one I was thinking of you was fucking Antichrist. Are you? No, I was no, thinking Madonna and William Defoe. Oh, yeah. When you said the wax, I had a very yeah, strong mental image I, of it. That's what I had. Yeah, that's what I had in my head. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. I know along, it was Basic Instinct, but I don't know what scene it was. Now we will don't. have to do, and not the director's cut. No, call. we are not. <laughs> yeah, we will. Well, as long as you keep your cat away from me, then uh, is right. that slang? <laughs> I, not but, in this case. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was worried that when you're sort of like doing like a, one of those sort of talk through podcasts to go yeah. alongside that you'd actually oh this is the point oh yeah should we for all time's sake <laughs> no, no, pass the is, towel this, well this is now a beautiful point of the podcast for me to fucking shuffle my wares on people go on because we do a, a, a patron podcast and part a part of our patron stuff is we'll do like after after you've gone tonight we do another podcast for our patrons which is just like this. But then when we don't have a guest in, we do what we call not the director's cut, where we watch a film and we tell people what film it's going to be. And we do a podcast and they can watch the film, we can watch the film, we can all watch the film together. Now, I think Basic Instinct might have to be our next no, one. No, that's what I just said. No, we can't watch Basic Instinct. Why? It would be fucking weird. We don't have to wank. Not now. Oh, we don't have to? No. Okay. But you can if you want. Was it Body of Evidence? You Body of Evidence, yeah, that was it, yeah. That was rude as well, wasn't it? Yeah, that was absolutely filth. Yeah. I have incredibly strong memories of like pretty much every single sex scene. Like Madonna yeah. get taking a shoe off and smashing a light above a car and them having sex in the car in a wow. car park and all sorts. I, I, I can only remember the wax thing, thinking, ow. We were talking about dirty, dirty films, because Terry Hatcher was in that one, wasn't she? Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, Lois Lane. Yeah, mm. she had one. Where and she a really got... shit Bond girl. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, I actually did some research as well, and because we we watched <laughs> research the, no, in inverted no, commas, we watched the room for the first time. <laughs> oh, fuck the yeah. day. Have you ever seen that? No, I, mate, I've never seen uh, Basic Instinct. Okay, oh. right. we'll talk. The room is far better. Yeah. It's not. It's not porny or anything. No, no. Um, but but there was one girl in it, which is such a bad actress. I was convinced as we were watching it, she has to have gone to porn. She has to have because there is no other option for her. <laughs> Turns out, no. No? No porn in her life. Shame. She probably wasn't a good enough actress to do it. 
That's very true. Yeah, no, I meant like really nasty porn where you just, <laughs> you're just sort of strapped just up. Sort of one where she's crying at Strapped the end. up. And everything's filled. <laughs> I don't think oh, I'd enjoy well. being a porn star. Especially no. as a bloke, there'd be too much pressure. Oh, God, yeah, a lot of pressure. Even just the sound of the clapperboard. <laughs> I'm a bit fascinated by porn documentaries. As in, like, probably, yeah. What do you mean? There's a lot of really good ones on Netflix. I'm the sure o- there are. The only uh, one I can think of off the top of my head was Louis Theroux, one of the Louis Theroux ones. No, there's a, oh, fucking hell, what's it called? Hot Girls Waiting 1 and 2. They're really good. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a documentary, <laughs> No, mate. no, no. It sounds it like is. an actual porn film. Genuine documentary. Backdoor Slut 6 is also really good, I hear. <laughs> yeah. Slam It in Her Ass 5 is a favourite. Um, <laughs> it's great now, isn't it, where they don't leave anything to the imagination. It's just... Yeah, they don't. They don't even bother with the information in some of these documentaries. No. Gagging cheerleaders for and things like that. It's like well, you know what you're going to get. What's well, like that? Um, what was it? Backdoor to China. And uh, one night in China, I think. You're one night right. in China. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, with X-Pack. Yep. Yeah. yeah. She's dead now. She's well. She dead, is well. She? Yeah, yeah, Brown. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh, well, it, it, it was a shame. Time, no, no, it was a shame. What? Because her. Fucking life took a tragic yeah. turn. Like, the, the, oh, really? Yeah, when she yeah. left the wrestling side. Well, I, partly because she kind of got like kicked out. The, the, yeah. That was all a bit dodgy. The way she was all yeah, removed yeah, from yeah, the right. wrestling and. Okay, well, you were in a massively masculine industry yeah. when it was kind of okay to treat people like shit anyway. Yeah, it's not exactly so changed that much, has it? Okay, probably not. I love. I, I do love wrestling. Alexa Bliss. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, uh, what? <laughs> I, I think I love reading the autobiographies about wrestling more than I actually like watching wrestling anymore. I, right. I, yeah, I am. I saw an interview with Jake the Snake Roberts recently. Oh, on Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, yeah. I didn't realize he like was a massive junkie or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, yeah, and, that was like, great. That yeah. that part. Yeah. And it was good. And he's like, I think they did a. Sure, I watched a documentary involving him and Scott Hall with DDP uh, when yeah. they went into DDPs. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay. Well, that's the oh, what's it called? There's a Jake the Snake documentary, and it's that one. That must have been it's the that. one I've yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I even got it, bought it on DVD. Mm-hmm. It was that I was that interested in it. I was reading something recently um, that because you know uh, maybe it was years ago, probably. Not as long as I think, but uh, Donald Trump was in wrestling. Oh, yeah. 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 And yeah. he's in like the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Yeah, he is. And so the thing that I was reading was basically sort of analyzing how he managed to get like these big rallies for like his presidential campaigns. And like even after he was a president, he still does these rallies now. And people are like, USA. They're like, it's just a wrestling crowd. He's taking the same format yeah. you have for wrestling and well, put it in politics. He, isn't there. Uh, Vince's wife Linda is in the fucking cabinet. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. the senate, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. That's scary. Because she wasn't. She was. She was trying to run for something quite big. Uh, yeah. That was where they so. WWE funneled a lot of money a few yeah, years yeah. ago. She's uh, secretary and for small business. Jesse, 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 Jesse yes. Ventura obviously was a governor for Minnesota for a while. Yeah. Right, okay. Kane is a mayor somewhere. Yep. Fucking hell. But I mean, if you think about it, it's this quite... is why Will Smith is going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> it's, it's quite logical because wrestlers have an innate ability to read a crowd mm-hmm. and create a reaction. Yeah, yeah, and and the, that's really what they are. Entertainers, they're very physically adept entertainers. Yeah, yeah. The best ones, like The Rock, go on to have great acting careers because that's 
where it's based. It's it's all about feeling emotion and yeah, and, yeah. and de- delivering lines yeah. at the right time and because that's that the thing. You're uh, on his films. It's like a good point that you've made there with his films. You're not watching the character. And you're not even watching Dwayne Johnson. You're watching The Rock. Yeah, where yeah, you're watching yeah. the character, the fucking wrestling character. It's the same as Arnie. It doesn't matter what film you watch. Yeah. It's, he's always playing the same, the same guy. And the Rock's power of like Instagram and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. People are signing that onto the film far more than an, yeah. act, an actor. Yeah, because yeah. they they want that. And he's an amazing person. Uh, yeah. like I'm sure in a few years something's going to come out the closet because it's just <laughs> he's you know, too good. A because no one can like. Get up at three AM every day to do like God knows what workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then have a normal day and yeah. do it all on like a tub of rice and chicken. Joe Rogan said the best thing about the Rock. He said that guy could come back from a round trip from the motherfucking moon and he would go to the gym on the way oh, it before he went home. Ooh, and yeah. Jet lagged <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and not just be putting these workouts in that leave him like a sweaty mess. Yeah, but have a smile on his face, make something creative on Instagram or, or yeah. whatever, like sell his brand while he's doing it, yeah, promote yeah. everything and do it in a way that doesn't make you think I need to stop following. Okay, I'd this. like to kill that man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it just makes you think I can do better with my life. Yeah. In between it makes me lines. think I should probably take steroids. But <laughs> <laughs> you got to kind of go to the gym too. You can't just like start pumping yourself with anabolics. No, no, but I don't. <laughs> like Cartman taking that fucking pure <laughs> game stuff. <laughs> How old is that? That must be 20 years old, know, that. It's still fucking funny. <laughs> See, I, I've seen that one. Yeah. Uh, but I, I only discovered South Park this year. What? Yeah. And but, fucking, when, when did you discover Family Guy? Oh, fucking about season five. Oh, right. <laughs> but yeah, South Park is a fucking great one. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing was, I put um, I put a post up on, uh, on Twitter and one, one of our listeners turned turn around I, I, Turn around and say, oh, fucking, I've just started watching Family Guy. It's fucking amazing. Someone replied saying, I just took it for granted you were one of the fucking writers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, kind sorry, of going back to the first time you work out how to have a wang. <laughs> like, um, yeah. in a similar vein, in just discovering TV programs. Yeah, yeah. The same with food. Like, I met someone who's 30 and never had a pie. And I'm thinking, how can Weird. you get through life like that? But then yeah. I realized that I was about 24 by the, when I first had tuna. Really? Yeah. Really? Why did that? Because come about? because my parents didn't like tuna. Oh, okay, yeah. And so they thought it smelled like cat food. So I yeah. just been brought up my entire life, never having come across it. Yeah, I yeah. loved tuna. Oh, I love now. Yeah. I had a yeah. jack of potato, but when it, when it was on a menu option, I had like, well, I know I like all these other things, and I've never had that, so yeah. I'm not going to try it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like that with yeah beetroots. I was I was quite a late adopter to beetroot as well. Uh, you call it a late adopter? Let's, yeah. Let's usually say that with technology, don't they? I tell you what, though, beetroot crisps are the surefire way to make you the next day think you've got some serious like cancer. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me today. I had beetroot crisps yesterday. Yeah. I went to the toilet, looked around, I was like, "Oh my god, no beetroot!" Yeah, that's are, fine. are we are we beetroot flavored or are we just no the like proper beetroot, proper proper, proper beetroot. beetroot? That sounds nice. I've never had beetroot crisps. Anyway. They're lovely. Marxies do like that root vegetable one with like parsnips and stuff. I don't really like crisps. I like poppadoms. If we can class poppadoms beetroot. crisp. Okay, cool. Um, and I like Giant Guinness Pringle. crisps. Oh, like the Burt's Guinness Yeah, yeah, they're really nice. No, no, without the chilli, just the Guinness ones are really mm. nice. It tastes like Marmite and hate Marmite, which is really weird. But that I like weird. the crisps. Mm. Having said that, I love bananas and hate anything the banana flavoured. 
I, I just hate right. bananas like in general. Like banana flavored banana bananas. Are you quite a fussy eater? No, not really. I'm We've just like, hit on the three things. That oh, well, it's yeah. just because you were just like, listen, no, I don't like crisps. Oh, but I'm thinking, well, these are pretty mainstream kind of things. No, I, I don't. I don't like the texture of crisps. I think that's that's the thing. I don't oh, like in between your teeth. Yeah, I like I like soft, squidgy things. It wasn't you saying you didn't like chips the other day, was it? Yes. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, he says he's not a fussy eater. He sounded pretty fussy to me. Chips. Even vegans eat chips, for fuck's sake. I'm even fat. I, I don't like the carbs. <laughs> I don't know. Where's the rest of those bottles of beer gone? <laughs> Fuck off. I haven't drank for ages. <laughs> Tuesday? Last Saturday, Last actually. But <laughs> it was a month before that. Where do you stand on uh, craft beer? Um... I, I, I like my beer to be straight up. I don't like things that are crafty. I like them just to be honest You're with drinking me. a beer called Beardo. Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking there's a certain amount of hypocrisy going on here. I, uh, I like... This I, is like, I'm not a fussy eater, but here's the list of a thousand things I don't like. I like straight up beer. Here, look at my Beardo IPA. <laughs> Do you know what? I didn't even read the title. I bought it because of the little face on it. Yeah, it's, it's by Robinsons, the yeah. same guy that does Trooper. It's quite nice. Uh, I like IPAs. IPAs are probably my favourite of the beer beers. Yeah, I'm a bitter drinker in general, but IPA is really good. Uh, where is it? That Mojo IPA was fucking lovely. Right, bit fruity, a bit fruity. I think. See, I I've had both those. I don't. I'm not a big fan because I don't like Robinsons. Just tend to sort of like for me churn out. Generic sort of beer. What Just really? What? Yeah, yeah, that really annoys me. Like that gooseneck beer they whip out at yeah, Mexico yeah. Grand Prix or whatever, and it's literally got, got written goose on the, beer. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> the same thing. And written on the back is "This is really White Wizard" or whatever. Like <laughs> it's it, okay. it's yeah. On the label, because yeah, yeah. When they turn around on the pump and say, "Is this the right one?" and you look at the back and you're like, "Oh yeah." yeah. To be fair, I don't drink spirits because I've got fine kidneys. But I probably should just not push them. Why risk it? Yeah, that's the. And you feel spirits are your problem, yeah? I had, I had a real. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the wine and the beer, no, no but it's the spirits. No, that's no, the problem. No, 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 because the, the doctor says the kidneys are working fine, and I've never really got into drinking spirits. So Why I mean, have you been to the doctor about your kidneys? Oh, that's the amount fucked. of coke he put for himself in his 20s. See, I never really thought about that effect in <laughs> the kidneys. I was like, no. Um, no, but the thing is, I've always stayed well hydrated. I think that was the secret. <laughs> um, I was one of the first people in the world to have the operation I had to the point right, where okay. there was a doctor that had to be flown over from the US because he'd done this operation once on somebody else oh, so he no. could oversee somebody else doing it to me because he was the only person that has done it. It's it was it's something it's like almost the I I don't know what was wrong with my kidneys, but uh, it was oh, fucking hell. They told me statistics at one point. It's all it was almost beyond reasonable doubt that people get this thing. Fucking stupid. Were anyway. you one of those born with things on the outside? Things? No, no, no. They were they were born on the inside, but they were just tubed wrong. So that they they, right, have, okay. they have to go into it and essentially rewire your kidneys to make them oh. work. Oh, so, so they were perfectly fine functioning kidneys. But like yeah, the tubes, uh, no, were in the right they, place. they were all deformed because they because nothing had been going through them properly. Oh, so, they so up a bit. Uh, well, what happened was if you take baby size, yeah, 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 my kidneys were about that big inside me. That's pretty big. Yeah, yeah. So they, as soon as I was born, I was whizzed out, helicoptered off to the, to England so they could right. drain them, and then as soon as my kidneys were Ooh, drained, then they could they, rewire. Yeah, because there was no. 
I, I think stuff was going in, but there was no exit. Yeah, okay. That's the, that's the idea. Oh, so this all happened like when you were like two days old or something. Oh, I was. Like, oh, yeah, because when yeah, you were talking yeah. about it, I thought this happened like four years ago. No, 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 no. Yeah. So that's that's why I've never I've never sort of got into spirits because right oh you've always been aware that yeah let's I think not mess that might too be much. that might be just the fucking the bridge too far right okay yeah I've been to the bridge too far it was a boring bridge as well but um, yeah <laughs> I, can't, I can't where is a bridge too far is that it's in country? Holland yeah in a place oh in Holland. yeah I was thinking yeah. the River Kwai no yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did that <laughs> <laughs> when we were talking about yeah. it like, what the River Kwai no no no, no. I. <laughs> I've been. It's an Arnhem, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I've been it. there. It was, yeah, nothing, yeah. it was dead boring. Yeah, yeah really. I completely agree. I, I went out of my way to drive there. I was like, why have I done this? I've never thought. Well, we we got a train there, and I can't believe that you've got some. Only the Isle of Man could take something which has got some sort of significance to it and do fucking nothing with it. <laughs> and yet those Dutch. Yeah. I'll show you. Um, I, that was a bridge-related holiday. I think we went up to. The bridge on the um, Atlantic Road up in Norway. Okay, you yeah. always see on like world's most amazing roads to drive. Yeah, yeah. And you mm-hmm. and you see it, and we drove over it, and I was like, oh, is that? Have we been past it? Now? Yeah, oh, it's because it looks really good from a helicopter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when you're on it, it's just you don't even know. It's just there. Yeah. Is that the one that takes you into uh, Denmark? No, I've been on that one. This is one that's out on these all these random little islands out on the oh, west okay, coast of yeah. Norway. And from the angle that the photo's always taken, yeah. it looks like you're sort of going at some kind of weird scale electric style, 45 degree angle. Right, yeah. And yeah. it looks mad as anything. But yeah. when you're on there, it's just a bridge. It's just yeah. a bridge. Yeah. No. Yeah, I did that with the Golden Gate Bridge. It's the one in San Francisco, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You're on it. You're like, amazing. But you're right. You're supposed to be looking at it from another 54. Well, when you're like, I had a, when I went to Burma recently, I, I my flight was cancelled. So I had a day in Dubai, which I wasn't particularly enamored with. And, um, I did like a city tour and they took us onto that Palm Island. Oh, yeah. And they're like picking it up, talking about it. But you're literally just on a road because you can only appreciate it from the sky. Yeah. Is it because it's essentially, it's it's a big fucking dock, isn't it? You know, like a big pier, right? A funny shaped pier. No, I mean, it's, it's a huge, well, it's, it's got like massive hotels and apartment blocks all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But. But yeah, it's just it's just land, yeah. and and you're on a road on the trunk, and then you go under the, the right. leaves. It's just, I mean, you so you so with there, you can't see it. It's yeah, like yeah. It's, it's like it's standing like, an inch away from the Lexi wheel and trying to appreciate it. It's like right. everything in those sort of places. It's merely about the amount it costs to produce. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. When we what did the city tour, all they were interested in talking about was like, and to stay in this hotel's top floor, you have to spend thirty thousand pounds a night. Isn't that exciting? I'm like, not really. No, not really. Really. I'm it's never going to stay there. It just it just shows me how fucking. Obscene. Oddly skewed the yeah. world is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, my my dad didn't know until we were watching the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix uh, last weekend, and uh, he was he was talking about the boats in the Marina Bay circuit. And he was like, "What?" He said, "I wonder if they're there all year." So yeah, well, of course they're there all year. It's fucking landlocked. It's like it's a <laughs> fake fucking yeah. marina they've built there. And Dad didn't realise that it was a fake thing. They'd just pump because water in. Because who would do that? Yeah, 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 because fucking idiots would do that. And who would then put, like, a yacht that's more expensive than yeah. probably, like, this yeah. entire combined wealth of Onken? I think their government needs to shake up. <laughs> you've got, I, I get a feeling you've got a, a thing about governments generally. No, sorry. It was just a bad joke, that. That was a terrible joke. Oh, shake, <laughs> shake up. up. Oh, it was so bad. I yeah. didn't even, yeah. Martin scoffed. 
I did. Yeah, I thought I'd give you the benefit of the doubt on that one. But, but only because I know you've probably been sat there all day going, um, no, no, not a, a prince up. No. Uh, you know I can't use the word writing. A shit, shit. The word writing. Yeah. He's dyslexic. What? He's got dyslexia. For proper. Head aids. Yeah. Um, that, um, I didn't know about the marina mm. thing. Um as well, and the some of the yacht chief sales were probably there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, the uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. That film about a salmon fishing in the Yemen—that's based on a real story as well, isn't it? Where he put the uh, reservoir in the middle of the desert. The like Yemeni prince royal family. I've absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Right, there's a film with Ewan McGregor where. Um, See, now I'm trying to think of a joke that ends with when life gives you Yemen's carry on. Okay, carry on. <laughs> I, th- I feel, who opened this pond door? Yeah. Um, this is this is a terrible road to go down. There's a film that's ba- based on a true story where the royal family in the Yemen, um, the guy, for some reason, loved salmon fishing. So he had a reservoir built in the middle of the desert and had all this salmon brought over from Scotland just I, so he could fish it. I can believe it because... I was going to go to Turkmenistan next year mm-hmm. because the gates of hell are there. And I had to put my visa in this past week. Mm-hmm. And in order to get a visa, you have to be clean shaven in the photo. Oh, fuck. And it's not happening. It's not happening. Home. I did it six years ago for charity. And no, mm. no. Like, I look like a shit George Dawes. Right. Have you still got that photo from six years ago? Because I could just Photoshop like the top part of you. I did think about maybe I could Photoshop like, but then I thought, but it's six months away my trip, so I'm gonna like, I'm gonna rock up at the border and they're gonna be looking down at this like shaven photo. Have you still got a passport photograph from the last time you did it? No, because all my passport photos have beards. Fuck it. I never had a passport when I had clean clean shaven. I just had like the one photo that day, and that was it. Because I looked in the mirror and I was like, this has been a mistake. Why uh, Why don't they allow beards? Because they've got a dictator who doesn't like beards. Oh, fair enough. And they, and th- that's that's the sort of link to the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yemeni. The, the dictator's like, well, fuck it. We're going to do this today and nobody's going to tell me. It's fucking amazing, isn't it? Like, I, mean, I like that. No, but... That's it, a proper little power-hungry thing, though, because it's a little thing that you can enforce. Mm. But it's not like you're going, we're going to cut your head off if you Everyone, everyone goes wild about North Korea, mm. but I reckon they're really normal compared yeah. to a lot of people who the UK probably does a lot of business with. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, to be honest, I felt a lot safer in North Korea than I did in my day in Dubai. Yeah. Because I went to, like, Biggles Bar, the <laughs> hotel I was staying at, and right. had a pint of Punk IPA right. for £10. Um, and... I was like, hang on a minute. I know this is all legal, but it's not legal. Yeah, yeah. And if they just change their mind and yeah. you just like accidentally brush into some guy, well, you'll be in jail, won't you? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and they don't give a shit. But isn't this so... so okay, oh, fucking hell, what was I watching? I was watching a program about that. And yeah, it's... But now and again, they'll just... The owner of that place will have done something wrong. And then that place will get raided. Yeah. And then everyone in there is fucked. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. if your face doesn't fit, like if you've had a drink on the plane there, yeah. they'll just pull you at customs hmm. or, or whatever. And it's just, oh, well, if they feel like it that day, they'll just, they've got all these laws and they'll do yeah. it. And because there's all these great relations and you yeah. don't matter, the money doesn't matter, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what terrifies me. Mm-hmm. Like going to North Korea was a walk in the park. And yeah. Like at least they have everything sort of structured. And it might be you've, you've got to live to, to you, you've just got to live to their rules, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no, 
It's like a trick question, isn't it? The drink thing. Yeah, and you, and you're geared up when you go to like a dodgy place. You're geared up in that mentality. You're thinking, right? I know this is X Y Z, so I'll, I'll, that'll be in my mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you go to Dubai, you're like, well, this is just like going to France, isn't it? And yeah. it's yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. at all. It, it yeah. feels very Western when you're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can understand how that could be an issue. And they're fundamentally corrupt to a certain extent because mm-hmm. they don't, you know, they'll. They'll take your money and there's all that wealth, but underlying that is if they just their mood changes, they'll mm. they'll just do you and they don't care. What, what confuses me, especially with places like Dubai, is that when you look at the um, we're going back to governments, um, but when you look at the leaders, the leaders are all Western educated, Joe, and mm-hmm. you, so you think you must know what you're doing is bullshit because you couldn't you couldn't deal the way you do with the West and Western people without knowing what you're doing at home is fucking crazy. Or do you not think that they've got, like, a double standard so that they they go there, come over to the, the West and take the education and go back and think, stupid Westerners, they've got it wrong? No, no, I think I think they think they've got it right, but they keep... Brits, they'd rather do what they're not supposed to do. Well, sorry, what they deem they're not supposed to do. So yeah. I I, th- I think they'd fund I've, they fundamentally believe like like every good wrestling villain mm. believes in what they're doing yeah as it fundamentally wrong yeah. they've got a justification in their mind yeah yeah and that's why why it comes across and that's what I think with all these uh, yeah. dictators they truly believe what they're doing is right it's the right thing and they're just they're using like the uh, as you say like the Western education or whatever it's just another tool for a way to almost back up what they're doing is right. And if someone comes over to go, you're wrong, well, it doesn't matter because I've been educated to a higher standard than you in your own education system, so I know how to fucking argue yeah, yeah, on the subject. Yeah. And it's the same thing as not wanting to blanket all like Middle Eastern countries with terrorism or anything, but when you used to have that thing back in the day when they said that Bin Laden had actually been trained by the CIA, well, it's like, well, you've just given him the tools and now he's going to take his ideology, which you haven't changed, and... Fucking go yeah. hay haywire with you know the same uh, the same yeah. education. Well, listen, I'm no expert in geopolitical things, but it does strike me that the best thing that the Western world can do is just stay the f away from yeah, yeah. all those countries because yeah, yeah. by meddling in them, by sort of like oh mm-hmm. well, if we get this group of people in or this party or this dictator in, it'll benefit us. Mm-hmm. Just let them be who they are and just deal with whoever's there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What I thought was fucking amazing the other day was, did you see the um, the 5G thing over here? The 5G tr- demonstration? No, no, no. Um, Huawei um, yeah. did a, a part, one of the partners of it and they brought a load of stuff over to demonstrate 5G and there was a load of like, our chief minister and stuff like that went to this thing. Now, Britain is trying to distance itself from Huawei stuff. Yeah, America's America hates has it. Has put a fucking wall up. Yeah, because they think that all their stuff they filled with spyware and all sorts. No, of it is. It fucking is. <laughs> it's, that's, it's not a conspiracy yeah, theory. But is it bad spyware? It, well, it's spyware owned by the because Huawei is owned by the Chinese government. Yeah. Right. So well, they're going to be our overlords eventually. Why not get in on the ground floor? I suppose so. Maybe we should just be nice to them. I mean, they do have nice food. They are the average man on the street as well. What? They are the average man on the street. What? Chinese people. What do you mean? Well, on average, oh, right. <laughs> Chinese people are the average population. Also, their food is lies. 
<laughs> go on. Yeah, I'm well, sure. Like, have, you, have you been to China? Well, yeah, I had to pass through yeah. China to go to. I've never been to China. North, North Korea. I know English Chinese food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's it's not no nothing like nothing like what you get in China. Right. Okay. What's um, what do they eat in China? Um, just rice mainly, and, oh, right. and oh. veg, rice and veg, and right. boil everything. Everything's Sorry. boiled. Right. I should I should say my uncle is married to a Chinese lady, and uh, we went to a. Um, it was in England, but it was a, like a Chinese restaurant for Chinese people in England. Like, <laughs> Local restaurant for local food. Fucking, yeah. When was the last time you ate a chicken claw? I don't know. Exactly. Go on. Uh, and I, I've never ate food that I, I just couldn't, I couldn't handle it. The there was dumpling things, but there was like they, they had like eucalyptus in the middle, but it was just like meat eucalyptus with like a fucking, yeah, um, and and puddings like some kind of weird gelatin thing yeah, and yeah. millet gruel for breakfast. And yeah. every it doesn't matter what you add to it, it's chicken disgusting. Heads. There's chicken heads. We, right. me and me and a couple of mates ordered some century eggs. The other, right. like, they're not obviously not century old, but they are rotten eggs. Yeah, There's yeah. no getting away from it. And they, the albumin, the white is black. Black. Mm-hmm. And and what you're supposed to do is slice it really thinly and have it with loads of other things. And yeah. we just ate into it like a normal egg. Oh. And I've never been close to being sick in all my life. It's just the most disgusting Horrible. thing, and that's yeah. a delicacy. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'll just throw this out here. I've eaten a horse's penis, not the whole thing, nice but one. I've had a little bit. Yeah, that's the weirdest thing just I've ever the had. Tip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't eat a whole one. The um, only because we we're in Kyrgyzstan and like there was just a big platter of all this sort of weird stuff. We've all been drunk and all it's fine. Yeah, um, with all these. Di- <laughs> It's probably probably on one of those videos you got on water, um, <laughs> and I, I just skewered this like disc little thing, yeah. and I was like, "What's this?" And the guy was like, "Oh, that's horse penis." And I was like, "Oh, well, I'll be putting that back, thanks." <laughs> and then everyone around the table was looking at me, and I was a little bit of bravado. Yeah, and gay. It was, get a horse penis. Yeah, in. yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you gay or you get a get a dick get in a your cock. <laughs> yeah. It was I was a, I, it was a mistake. I regret it. It was yeah. absolutely it was grisly. It was cheery. It was right. horrible. wasn't a big fan, but that. In all the sort of various food I've tried, tried, tried all around the world, and you know, there's always those outliers, but fundamentally, there's really tasty food, except for China. There was horrible. nothing as a basic meal that, like in the, re- yeah. the hotel I stayed at, that I enjoyed. Right. Okay. It was all just a, a chore to eat. Yeah. So, as much as I would love to believe that there's this world of sweet and sour king prawns nothing <laughs> around there, it just ain't happening. Did you, um, when you'd first sort of sat down to eat, over there, was it like, have you got the sweet and sour, like king prawns or something? Like, no, what the fuck? And duck and black bean sauce, please, governor. <laughs> <I> see, <laughs> um, have half rice, half chips with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, because two things. One, I'd kind of, I knew, I knew about it a bit anyways. Yeah. And also, I was kind of warmed up to it from like what they gave us on the plane because I flew with some weird Chinese airline. Okay, yeah. What the breakfast buffet I had consisted of, which right. was like, eye-opening and <laughs> and what they had advertised as great things on like the lift and right, okay. stuff like you know pig's uterus in wow. like, in gravy or something and all these things that i was like nah nah mate i'll probably just in gravy <laughs> yeah but it wasn't proper gravy it wasn't like bisto oh, yeah the, the gravy's made out of like goats bunk or something. yeah <laughs> and, um you see that but you said they boil everything. So if it was something like pig's uterus, is that boiled? Yeah. If it was steak, if you ordered Fuck. a steak, they'd boil it. Right. Okay. See, I'd... and they're not big on on 
on meat. Yeah, I can get pitched like boiled steak. I I can understand, but for some reason, pig's uterus, I'd need that frying. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I when I, what it is, the what, idea of a boil. This, oh, no. When I was in Peru, I had guinea pig. Wow. Okay, <gasps> what's that like? Gamey. You monster! Really tasty. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah it? The, no, God uh, made them cute, not tasty. I had a. We went to an Indian, and I had a tandoori guinea pig, and that was delicious. <laughs> Amazing! Uh, absolutely delicious. Why is that funny? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm in Peru, but I went to an India, yeah. and I had guinea pig on a pizza. That was nice. I also had alpaca and llama on a pizza. That was yeah. good. But the the one that really got me, and I was they fry special occasions they fry it whole on a stick <gasps> with okay. the head and the oh. teeth yeah, yeah. and well, on the teeth wow. and the teeth so you just pick up a just chew there's that. no hiding what they that didn't, is they like, got it or anything nope well no. yeah i think they got it yeah. and the skewer goes through there yeah but wow that was tough eating yeah yeah like when it's just a piece of meat and but, oh yeah, it could be anything. and it's guinea pig shaped yeah yeah and just and, and it's like not looking happy about it either yeah. And that's it. Oh. And of course, you forget because guinea pigs rodents. are super fluffy and like you don't yeah, really see yeah. their teeth. Yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's called koi. What the fuck was that? That's what noise they make. Okay. I thought you were doing like a Chinese impression or something. No, no, like, no, no, no. There. I was giving guinea pig races, not people races. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, because that, well, I, I saw that video in Iceland. Um, there's so many puffins. In Iceland, that, that they eat that. They this eat was puffins. last week's conversation, wasn't it? I know, puffins? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, but they catch them with basically like a big fucking net. So the fucking flies into the net. You bring them down and break their neck and then get them cut open like a chicken. Except it's really gamey. So I want to try puffin now. Well, yeah, why not? Yeah. I, mean, I think I could handle puffin more than guinea pig. I've never had a puffin as a pet. That's no, the issue. Have, no. no. But I've, I've had rabbit before. Uh, we hear yeah, rabbit as rabbit's pet. lovely. Yeah, but is that is that any worse really than like like having eggs, chicken eggs? Yeah, because yeah. you know that in the chicken farm they're like, oh, you're a man, you're a boy chicken, where you're going straight into the blender. Yeah, yeah. like and when you have that horrible realization, it's like it's not just a, you think like oh, I'm doing, I'm being dead good because I'm not going battery farming mm. chickens. I'm I'm having normal yeah, chicken mm. eggs. No, it's normal. It's fucking yeah. chickens. But it's like when you were saying about the the rotten eggs. Uh, there's the delicacy. There's that delicacy, isn't there? Where oh, the fetus. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, well, I don't think I could do I that think, one. The, the thing is, I think if you are, if you, if you eat meat, which I do, I'm not going to not eat meat. I like eating meat. Smell of bacon, mate. I couldn't, <laughs> could not pass that up. But you've got to come to terms with the fact that as much as you can try and justify things to you, there's no real, real, real thing as ethical meat. No, something's I mean? died for you. Yeah, yeah. But like you say, and even if even if you kill it yourself. But but like so. the chicken thing, you know, it's you say, Oh well, I'm a vegetarian, but I eat, I eat fish and dairy. So Right, well we've got fucking the the water animals because they're weird. <laughs> yeah, no well well that's that's a that's a legit thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like yeah. there's double standards. It's like if you're cute and fluffy, no, I'm not having that. Yeah, yeah. But a fish, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. fish is shit. Same as turkey, realistically, you should put, just put turkeys with uh, fish because Turkeys are ugly animals. Yeah, so it's basically aesthetics yeah. you go yeah, yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. we had, you had that massive reaction to guinea pigs, not because. But we do the, lots of cows, and they are nice. They've got nice eyes, haven't they? They're People fucking eyes. killers. What? They're killers. Only your jacked up cow that you showed me last week. Oh, that's yeah. six foot high one from America, uh, oh, Australia. Yeah, yeah, knickers, knickers, knickers. Yeah, the cow. Uh, <laughs> one of our listeners, I think, listened to our podcast <laughs> and retweeted that picture. Saying uh, Val Val Kilmer on the set of Willow. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Fucking hell. 
Um, but yeah, no, you're totally right. It's that association of either pet or cutesy things, which well, is why people go mental about people eating dogs or horses. Horses, and, yeah, horses are big. One. I, I mean, bet every horse to be nice. Horse meat is amazing. I've yeah. actually got some horse salami at home right now. Fucking hell, <laughs> uh, it's really, it's really good. Yeah. And I've had horse steak in Belgium, and it is like. If that was available here, mm. I'd have it over beefsteak any day really? of the week. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. See, fuck horses. I'd eat a horse any day. <laughs> I, I'd fucking... I, I'd slice it off him live myself. There's no... <laughs> um, I've no affinity with horses. No. And horse people, they're always a bit, like, strange. And yeah. I wouldn't eat them. Uh, the people or the horse? Well. No, the people. Although I did get... It was, a, it was a hoax, but I did get... A little part we got excited about when I found a potential cannibal cafe in L.A., a restaurant that serves humans. I well, thought, don't all restaurants serve humans? No, but like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought, God, what's on the menu? And it, there was a curiosity in me to think, what would it taste like? But you know it's not going to be someone like shaving off a bit of buttock. It's going to be like that German cannibal straight for the cock. Oh, yeah, well, I, whatever I, it ends up being, you know. Because I'm a massive conspiracy as as it's theorist. cooked, fried up in a bit of garlic and things. Yeah. Because I'm a massive conspiracy theorist, I think that's... A real thing that happens, and the even just the idea of the fake thing is to normalise it, so it's just it becomes ridicule. There have been not only Sweeney Todd's famous story, but like I mean, there was a story about um, from Thailand, someone had, had some restaurant owner had had a massive argument with right. someone, yeah, and it killed him, and then was trying to like cook him to sort so of get, get rid of the evidence. I mean, it's not quite cannibal level, but I um, worked. <laughs> As a, like a, it's not quite a cannibal. Yeah, where's this going? You know, I, I was going to be a chef when I left school, and then I, I, as soon as I found the hours. Well, out, to be honest, if if you're starting with that, it's not quite cannibal level. Thank God for everybody. Yeah. You didn't become a chef. <laughs> but one of the one of the guys that was training me when I where where when I was doing it, he was told me a story about when he fell out with, with his ex boss, and uh, he was leaving the job anyway. And he turned to his uh, to his boss, who was a, a woman, I believe, and said, "Look, I'm really sorry for the fact we haven't got on." I just I don't want to leave any burnt bridges in case I have to come back here. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I cook you a meal? And apparently, she said yes. Right. Well. He made her a lasagna with pet food and laughed his cock off as she was eating it. <laughs> right. See, that's not as bad as I thought it could have gone. What? What, what did you think? Like when you, especially when you started that with pet. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> as soon as you said food, I relaxed quite Where's a bit. Fucking yeah. Fido gone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but then that, cat or dog. that kind of mentality is why I will never complain in a restaurant. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely, yeah. Never, yeah. never complain. Um, never complain to anybody, really. Anyone that can do anything after you've they've they've you've finished your transaction with them, never be nasty to a tradesman. Never be nasty to a fucking, especially a painter. Especially a painter. Yeah, uh, yeah because they, there's always things. I feel like somebody scratching their balls with your toothbrush. When you've gone out, out of the house just because you didn't tip them. You've done that, haven't you? No, I haven't. No, you haven't. I'm a <laughs> massive professional. I always get tipped. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know there's that great phrase, if you if I've done a good job, tell your friends. If I've done a bad job, tell me. Yeah, yeah. But in my general experience, people do not want to be told that. No, 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 no. Like, I was at the um, FSA's sort of seminar the other week, mm-hmm. and... Um, they made a Was big, that the villa? Yeah. Taking up my fucking car parking space. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, they were making such a real big deal about, uh, oh, yeah, so we've got the survey, we want feedback, we want, you know, that interaction. And then through the course of it, someone, like, wrote a question in to sort of say, oh, this new thing you've introduced, I'm not really happy with the way it's uh, 
been introduced and mm-hmm. we think it's over-engineered. And they were like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, oh, you really, really listen. Same with every organization I'm involved in. They're all like, yeah, we want to be interactive. And when people say we don't like X, Y, Z, they're like, nah, it's fine. No, nah, you're yeah. wrong, mate. Um, I have found, though, that uh, Ramsey Commissioners are very good to work with. That surprises me. Really? <laughs> I've only been working on the um, Methodist Centre stuff so far, the arts quartery thing. Oh, yeah. That's um, that's because it's not really anything to do with us. Right. Oh, fair enough. That would be why it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just the, the, the Methodist Church Hall, isn't it? That's, uh, yeah. that's just a big old building. Yeah. It bloody is as well, isn't it? It's massive. Yeah. Fucking huge. I, I think... In, <laughs> I, I, I do I do Ramsey the Town Commission as a disservice. There's an awful lot of hardworking people. Mm. I just think, and I would say this across every government department that ever exists, there's no repercussions. No, and that's the biggest problem. Like if you're like your your business, yeah. self-employed. Mm-hmm. If you do a couple of shit jobs, your repercussions are people stop employing you. I'd be fucked, and yeah, it's yeah. incredibly difficult to get their reputation back, mm-hmm. and you'd be on the streets. The same with me. If I just like don't complete my tasks on time, yeah. then at some point, someone's going to say, um, we need to have a word and you need to stop working for us. Yeah, yeah. But that just doesn't happen in government. No. I think the, uh, not not to get too Manx on it, because we, we don't have a lot of Manx people listen, but Thank we, God. we have a, a massive, <laughs> yeah. But, but everyone that is, like the chief minister, they're like they're all, all the big boys listen. He listens. But, <laughs> the quail. But um, it's, it's there's so many. There's no... It's so easy to apportion, like just distribute blame between an entity rather than it coming down to a person. And, and I think that's the issue. And I don't want like someone to be hauled out in front of like a, a public flogging, sort of like ah, this was the man that put the psychopath in the wrong place. Yeah, stone him. <laughs> but do you think? Would you think would be better with party politics? No, absolutely not. I'm totally not. against party politics. Um, I, I, I'm not saying that the system we have works. And there's definite negatives. Look how well England goes. Yeah, well, you see, that's exactly my argument. Like, <laughs> all these other places, that's that's exactly my argument. If you look at uh, America or the UK or everywhere uh-huh. that has party politics, which is the majority of the world, mm-hmm. it's not a dictatorship. They All they do is have polar opposite views and just argue against each other. Yeah. No one's actually sitting there going, what's the best solution here? Mm-hmm. That Like this Brexit thing, Labour just gone, oh, what have Conservatives said? Well, let's just say the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. But they're yeah. not really coming up with the right answer. Yeah. They're not approaching it. And how you always find it, especially in the in the UK, where if you've got like the Conservatives and Labour and then your smaller parties, you like Lib Dems and Greens and whoever, um, and it always just ping-pongs between Labour yeah. and Conservatives. And it ping-pongs between them because that lot are in power and then everyone gets fucked off because they've cocked yeah. up, and they go, well, we'll just vote for this lot. You, yeah. Go, well, yeah. you voted for them well. the time before for, them. Yeah. And it's just a... Same, same with America have been caught in this loop yeah, for a yeah, while. The you know, they do... Uh, you get the Republicans, and then you get the uh, Democrats, yeah. and the next one comes in and go, well, let's just spend all our time getting rid of the previous lot's policies yeah, yeah. and reverse it, and then, like you said, it goes down the tube, so like we'll have a change. Well, yeah. okay, I'm not saying that the other man's system works because it does have a two insular view and everyone sort of like just votes for people who sort out their bins or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. rather yeah. than have a sort of broader perspective mm-hmm. but i'd much rather that than especially for the size of it douglas would just become the monopoly because yeah. you'd have a, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a party that was based in douglas yeah you get eight or whatever number of members case the majority and everyone else only on to be fucked yeah yeah it might encourage more people to vote though 
I think if the, if it was party politics, may it might do. I'm all for like just trying to encourage people to vote. But another downside, I think, is um, I, as a politician, I'm not a politician. And <laughs> I, I've got my own views. I don't think I could ever assign myself to like a party and kind of go along with. Yeah, it's not a one you know, size fits yeah, 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 all type. Yeah, exactly. No, I, like, get, I just I don't. That. I don't get like sign that, myself that's up to a reasonable way of looking at things. That you know, it's. I, I think the the world in general misses that reasonable sort of overarching look at yeah. things. Everything has to be mm-hmm. a side or a team. Yeah, it's, and everything has to be absolutes. And that yeah, seems yeah. to be coming more and more. I don't know whether it's just going to become more aware or the internet, mm-hmm. but people set their stalls out now. I think this happened in the last five years. It feels it yeah. that no one comes along and just sort of sits around the table and has a discussion and like opens their ears and listens and sort of goes, oh, well, I still agree. With, I still think I'm right, but I take that on board or whatever. Everyone's like, I'm right and you're wrong. And yeah. I'm going to yeah. deal in complete absolutes yeah, and never yeah, listen yeah. to anyone. I've seen a few um, episodes of Question Time before where they have they have like the token Labour politician, the token Conservative and whoever else, and a comedian or whatever. Um, and there's been a couple of episodes where there's been like the Labour MP and the Conservative MP and you go, actually, you two are on the same table. You form a fucking third party. Yeah, and there must be more of you that think along that same wavelength because you're you found the middle ground because you're not too fucking extreme that way and you're not too extreme that way. But but that's the thing but they never do because they're tied but, into this. And that's and that's the problem party with party politics line. is like if if I was so I want to become a, a commissioner so I just stood because I could. Yeah, yeah. But if there was a party politics ingrained in the system that kind of You'd dominated get into a party I'd ha- and, and then I'd have to prove myself to be in that yeah. party and yeah, then yeah. I'd have to be a good little party soldier and I'd have to yeah. buy into and that's that the thing. You'd, be, yeah. you'd be getting pulled up on things that your party leader has come out with and it's like Jim, so and so said this that you must think that as well and it's like but I can't say I don't think it but I do think it's yeah. look and, no, and the reverse right. is what liberal Vannon do which I think is ridiculous where they're a member of a party but actually they're, they're not yeah, because they all have their own opinions. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what the funny thing was about Liberal Van, which I thought was fucking amazing? Did you not see the logo? That like clearly, the yeah. But some they they'd um, they just whacked the fucking the bird off the Lib Dems <laughs> logo. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh yeah. But it was really low res, right. just clearly copy and pasted on top of what they already had, and you just think, oh fucking hell. And I'm supposed to vote for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like you, you go on the website, it hasn't been updated for about two AGMs. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like really yeah. poorly maintained. Pretty liberal yeah, yeah. with it. Yeah, they've very, been very, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of feel as well that the parties have a bit of an unfair advantage over independence because the radio stations and the news outlets, especially over here, because it's not, we, you know, yeah. they're very reactive, yeah. they'll go and get comments all the time from. The Green Party, yeah, because they're available and they're unaware. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, no one's going to come. Oh, Jim against random commissioner in the right. north. Yeah, yeah. But they'll what go to think? they'll go to a, a, a political body. They've got a label easy. they can put onto it. Yeah. and it's our, our view. Yeah, I'd, anything I'd, that's climate orientated, bang straight. Get the Greens. Yeah. I'd argue on the other man. There's no real due diligence that goes into um, like journalism when it comes to uh, government stuff either. Because like you get, if you take our radio stations as like the main source of things like internet wise and stuff okay and the, the amount of times i've clicked on like a 3fm article or something like that you thought that's not an article that's a headline there should be another fucking six paragraphs underneath that but that, <laughs> that's all down to resources isn't it i mean especially if you go to energy or three that, mm-hmm. that like what budget are they running off to yeah. just play Ish. music and they've got to put a bit of news out there 
so they they've got someone. How can you employ someone? But to... that's their own fault. That's their own fault for not knowing the demographic of the island. Because there's no reason I don't think why a radio station over here couldn't be a massively profitable thing. But they've no no radio station on the island understands the people that live here. So you pair both big music yeah. fans, yeah. and obviously Manx Radio um, did their like one day of Manx music. Yeah. What did you think about that? Uh, I, I didn't, didn't know what happened. Oh, he didn't know what happened. Uh, I only knew after it happened. Yeah, yeah I dipped into it um, a little, like now and again throughout the day. Um, there wasn't one distortion pedal on the whole day. Mm. There was a lot of acoustic stuff, um, and I think one electronic track. I didn't. I didn't think it was a very good representation of everything that was on there. So I'll I'll give you a controversial opinion. Go on. You thought it was brilliant. No, <laughs> right. I, I just don't see why. Like this, it, there was a lot of noise on Facebook about yeah. there should be more Manx bands on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that. No, no, I, 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 I don't I, either. I don't the, see why there yeah. should be, and no. I don't think it would make a damn bit of difference if there was. Most of the most of the advice I give bands through work is um, go and get your stuff here on these radio stations across, because nobody's going to come and fucking watch you play over here uh, because it's so like. X-factored. It's basically the same as if you lived in a small town in England. Like it's because of the population, you've got you turn up to a night out or, or to a pub and there's a band playing and they go play Oasis, or play Sweet Caroline, or play whatever the fuck it is. They don't give a shit about your stuff. I, you, go you know and waste thing? your time on an audience that are going to appreciate it. Do you know the best thing Max Radio could do? To go on, just get a load of podcasts and make it a talk radio station. Oh, right. Okay. Are you looking for a job? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I guarantee you. You're going to turn into LBC. I know. I could stop swearing. And, um, <laughs> could you, though? Could you? We'll um, start them on the overnight and see how we get on. And given half a chance, I could make the most interesting show that Manx Radio You see, I don't, think, I don't think Manx Radio... I don't think... I think this is the future, what you're doing here. Oh, you no, don't need, you're right. Yeah, you yeah. don't need Manx Radio. Yeah. That, no, no, no. Well, I, I was on. You're right. I was on Manx Radio Sunday Opinion a couple of weeks ago. Right. Okay. Uh, to talking about social media. Is Roger Watson still on it? No, he's gone. It was Bob oh, Harrison. He's not dead, is he? I don't think so. Oh, fuck with that. Um, the uh, <laughs> Just assaulted myself with my own mind. Um, and we were talking about social media because, mm-hmm. like, I'm quite active on Facebook with my little commissioners page and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And one of the comments that came in in the Manon line afterwards, the Monin line, mm-hmm. was that I was. Disenfranchising, he didn't say these terms, I did. Disenfranchising 50% of the population because they didn't have social media and all old people didn't have social media and yeah. I was wrong to use it and I should be like using other means. Well, that's stupid because okay. they will be dead one day. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, 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 it's also stupid because it's like, it's not like you're saying because you're online, you don't exist in any other form of communication yeah, yeah. medium. But that's Manx Radio's role, mm. is there to service yeah, yeah. pensioners. Yeah. Because they're the only people that are listening to it during the day. Yeah, yeah. They're the only people who use it as their communication medium and but their it, information it should medium. Be, it, it sh- a national radio station should be aimed at the majority. It, Manx Radio should be the Isle of Man's Radio 1. Whether we would want to listen to it or not, yeah. but that's it, what it should but, be. It is. But the majority, the age demographic majority the, is plus 60s. And the age demographic of people who listen to Manx Radio, so, that is their Radio 1 is all the, but the shit that comes out. Because it's got shit listener figures though, hasn't it? So, those, so the, the, the dying people... I mean, we say that's the um, that's the majority, but how much of that majority is in care homes? <laughs> no, seriously. No, do, do you know no, what no, I mean? But, who, but who else listens to the radio at like 2.30 in the afternoon? Uh, workmen. Yeah. 
Uh, to your ideal time to listen to to listen to the, any radio station is between the ages of fucking eighteen and forty because it's office workers and it's office tradesmen. Workers. And I can't remember working in an office that the radio on. Yeah, I mean there are there are a lot because they always say obviously he the prime that. time. <laughs> um, the uh, they always say the prime times are the drive yeah. to work and the drive home from work. So most yeah. people got it on in the yeah. cars. That's um, that's the only time I listen. To my, I listen between half seven and eight thirty when I'm yeah. driving. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's that sort of ongoing. It's an ongoing argument for years about the, the purpose of the radio stations over here. Uh, Why we need three? There's a lot of day, there's a lot of daytime workers as well. Like there's mm-hmm. a, there's a lot of me's. You know, there's a lot of me's working either on my yeah. own or with six or seven would people. You, would you listen to radio though? Because if I found it interesting, you see, it depends. If, if Max Radio was Joe Rogan, yeah, I think <laughs> I think that's why Max Radio is dead for me. Like, so I listen. On the drive home and the drive to work, mm-hmm. and mandate. I listen to mandate uh, because that's our current affairs news. Yeah, of course. And yeah, I like yeah. to get they're that. really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I find that very interesting. I get the update. Soon as eight thirty-five rolls round, okay. the first track I will listen to ten seconds of it, and it's off because right. it's playing a song I don't want to listen to. Yeah. Now that's not the station's um, music choice mm-hmm. because. They could play anything, and unless it's within my narrow range of music I want to listen yeah, to, I prefer my CD, and then yeah. I'll never come back. Yeah, and that could happen at any point. Like when I used to listen to a lot of radio, you'd be like, "Listen to show my age here, like Atlantic Two Five Two or uh, yeah, yeah. Virgin." Mm-hmm. As soon as they played a song I wasn't interested in, I'd go to the other one to see if yeah. they were doing and it. As soon as it went through an advert, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think people miss what, uh, and this is why podcasts do well. Um, Miss what radio was originally, well, maybe, no, originally it was a film, form of media, but it's not a form of media now, it's a form of entertainment. But the reason people listen to podcasts more than I think are going to listen to radio, especially in, in the years to come, is people don't listen for music anymore. If you want to listen to music, you listen to Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no, nobody, it's it's like Sky almost. People don't want to cancel Sky by the fucking bucket loads because they don't want to be dictated to what they have to watch at a certain time. Yeah, you time. want your Netflix. You just yeah. want, if you want to binge you, something, you do. You want to watch yeah. it when you want to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the reason people listen to podcasts is for company. Uh, or Now, depending on what which way you look at that, um, I, I've said to you before, I like what we do. I think the reason we get listeners is because we have normal conversations. And I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm not, it's not like it's fucking revolutionary. No, I completely agree. I listened to Joe Rogan and thought, I fucking love that. I want to do something that's even anywhere near a yeah. grain of I've, that. I have the exact same feeling yeah. because what I love is I came into podcast, listened to a guy called Colt Cabana. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you'll yeah, know him. Yeah, yeah. 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 And what he managed to do and Joe Rogan does it feels like you're in that chair Part of the yeah, yeah. just listening to the conversation and that's what i hope to fucking achieve with what we do and that's yeah. the thing because at yeah. the end of every show we say or well, go and follow us on twitter and it's not like follow the musty audio we say that as well but it's like follow us well that's why and you I, find I'm that ne- little bit of investment thing with it because if you go oh i'm following the guy that's just been in my ears for the past yeah, hour and yeah. a half i ne- i never update the fucking musty audio twitter i'm not very <laughs> not very fucking good at it glenn on it yeah that might be a good idea <laughs> it's it's Interesting though, Joe Rogan does like four hour podcasts sometimes between two mm-hmm. and three and four hours. And I tend to, I don't listen to all of his. Yeah. I don't listen to no. all of them all I the don't time. enough time in the day to do No, <laughs> I don't know how he has enough time pick, to record you them. The, you pick your people. Yeah. And, yeah. But also, like Cole Cabana, you go to him because, oh, he did CM Punk, so I know him. Yeah. And then he's doing 
a guy I've never heard of, but that's like the best one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, you pick up those stories. Yeah. But I, like you said, company, I put it on the background. My routine on a Sunday is like I'll be pottering around the house, mm-hmm. doing stuff, Joe Rogan's on. Mm-hmm. I'm dipping in and out mentally. It's just background. And when something perks my attention, I, I, I buy in. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's something I think is more geared up towards older people because we live in a information overload age and a yeah. time reduced age and everything's like now 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 and no one's got patience it's all 30 yeah. seconds yeah 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 but big ass long podcasts oh, really podcast. well yeah and and it doesn't make any sense to me but you then know why when it's because secretly people crave human interaction and even if even if the rest of the world is telling them they don't they they need it we think about it right apart from uh there was a, a couple of minutes there where i'm gonna lie i wasn't listening because I thought I'd done something terrible with the microphones we were using. <laughs> so I went on the road website to read about what these dials meant on the front of the website. Right, okay. So if you take that minute away where I was reading what was on the iPad, yeah. when was the last time you had a conversation with somebody for an hour and a half? Oh, you weren't looking at your phone constantly. You looking at your phone, yeah. 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 It's, that's to just, be honest, I'm a little bit twitchy. Oh, yeah, I feel yeah, a bit uncomfortable no, it does, not having it, checked. It, it makes, but it's because we're it just highlighting. Like yeah, yeah. No, no, I've been feeling it for a little oh, while. Really? <laughs> but it's, that, it's really bad, isn't it? Yeah. But what it shows what's happened to the human race where, and this is one of the reasons I love doing podcasts, and one of the reasons I like doing more and more of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, I like getting people in that I, I like to speak to because there's something about doing this that focuses you to just having a conversation with people. Yeah. Uh, and I think people like that because. Crazily enough, as far as the further we go into the future, actual human interaction is going to become a unique selling point. Yeah, and that's uh, because fucking in, terrifying. In, in many ways, I avoid human interaction <laughs> at all costs. Mm. Like if I've got a choice of I sending, avoid waking a, them while I'm interacting. <laughs> <laughs> if I got a choice of sending a message or an email to book a table rather than pick up the phone, I'll oh, take. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, I, I do exactly the same thing. Like yeah. we we will. Uh, if we get takeaway when doing stuff, we will order it from the fucking just eat. And and you'll go. You'll we play board games every Thursday night, and the lads will order Domino's, mm-hmm. which is absolute trash, and I hate yeah. because they don't want to have to pick up the phone and speak to the guys down at Pizziola that do yeah, like the best pizzas in, in the world. And yeah, that's the best pizza. I've <laughs> it's ever it's had amazing in the world. And Rumen's lovely, but yeah. you pick up the phone, and it's I don't know what they do in pizza places. They manage to make the phone instantly scratchy and the worst <laughs> line in the world ever. It's a 1992 payphone in the pub, isn't it? it, it, it it's <laughs> like a bad ASMR. They so stick it in a like a. a a fish tank yeah. and you know it's horrible interaction and you're like yeah, no no it's this address and no one has a clue where you live and you even worse than where you live and, and it's just a horrible experience so yeah the enjoy of just going onto an app and going like bip, bip, bip. Yeah. Oh, That's great. actually this might be for you make, make, fucking how were the words go on um, this might make you feel better this room's a fucking Faraday cage so you, you won't get any mobile signal anyway. Oh, it's just like a good man's stone wall. So oh, like, it's fucking ridiculous, this room. Yeah. It's got ridiculous. Wi-Fi boosters coming out the wazoo. It's had a few TT bikers get wiped out on his uh, dining room wall. It's like hardcore. Right? <laughs> Ice cold. But that was yeah. just the ones I killed. Yeah. Um, but you, when you're talking about the conversation, mm-hmm. it's it, it's interesting how it flows sometimes. Like, So this isn't... To turn full circle to my little podcast, mm-hmm. I try desperately not for it to be an interview. 
I tried yeah, yeah. desperately not to... To make it a conversation. Yeah. yeah. And well, I heard the one that you did with um, Andrew Newton, and there was actually a bit in it where he went, oh, this should be an interview, but we're just chatting, so we'll just chat. You know? <laughs> well, Andrew, Andrew was the toughest one I've, mm-hmm. I've done because he tensed up. Like, right, when okay, we were yeah, talking, yeah. we were talking before, Flowed, he's a lovely guy, yeah. great conversationalist, and then the mic went on, and he became like... Lawyer, he he lawyered up in his mind, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, "Right, so I'm talking, and obviously the subject you're talking about, and he was talking on behalf of the Green Party, yeah, yeah. so all kind of felt a bit more than just your opinion." And then as soon as I turned it off, we had a, like a 20 minute conversation at the end, which was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And I find it very difficult because you kind of want to warm someone up, and you want to have that little Did bit you of a chat. The podcast. No, I I do all the just before and after stuff, um, like by myself at home. Is that what I, you mean? That's, no, I think the best. There's nothing harder than starting a podcast. Yeah. That's why I just record and then the podcast starts. That's what I do. Yeah. Ah, right, but yeah. people see the button see go the down. Button. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah, yeah. Every, okay, here we go. And also, you kind of got to take, you've got to start that lead. And yeah. so I felt, I felt it here when we started. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so I don't know how you're going to do that. I don't want to just start talking in case yeah, you've yeah. got a thing. Yeah. So it is that sort of like slight awkward. Yeah. And let's face it, Lee, we've That's, never met before. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, we've known. We, like, we might have waved yeah, yeah. again. Yeah. Does like, that make it better? Does that, did that make it easier or a bit more apprehensive to sort of go, okay, what's this fellow going to come out with? Or can I say that in front of them? Well, I've been, <laughs> what about them Jews then? <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, that was a good icebreaker. It's not, it's not like we've been like around each other's house for years, Mark. No, no, no exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, I think... For me, I've very selfishly chosen people who I know a bit. I've okay, had yeah. some kind of interaction yeah. with before. Um, in fact, someone messaged me out the blue. It was some fellow in the band. He was like, oh, so how do we go about getting on your podcast, like, you know, for an interview sort of thing? And I was like, nah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just don't know you, so yeah. it, would yeah, just, yeah. it would just be shit. Because yeah. I'd just be like, yeah. hello, so what yeah. do you, you know, it's not a radio interview. Yeah, so you go enough where... You know enough about them to kickstart it and then just see how the conversation yeah. flows. And, and there yeah. might be, like, in my head, a couple of things I want to talk about with mm-hmm. them. Yeah, but yeah. then I did one on Tuesday night with a fella. And when he said, well, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. We actually talked about, like, the TT for about 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was just... Yeah. I, I don't know where it came from. Yeah. It was like this conversation just flowed and then just something randomly pops up and you just keep talking about that for yeah. a bit more. And-, and that's it. That's the most... That's the natural way. And that's, I think, find the thing that makes the best listens for people listening as well even though that i've never had that when we've been recording where i'm consciously going oh this is a bit of a shit listen for someone you just sort of get on with it but those things where it is a completely natural conversation are the best lessons for people so it's not that question and answer yeah, question yeah. And, answer mm-hmm. thing. and we had it because we had um when we had dave armstrong on about the film festival mm-hmm. and david said to me look i can only do 45 minutes because i've got because dave has got fucking three thousand things yeah, at yeah. a time two and a half hours he was here He's <laughs> just like, right, I've that's, got to go. It's like, okay, really it's like, shit, it's like nearly 11 I o'clock. Think, I, I remember um, not not our podcast for it for, uh, particularly, but mm-hmm. now and again, when you, if you've done something, and I've thought to myself a couple of times, thinking, oh, well, this might be a bit boring, and then I've realised, well, actually, it's me that's just not present at the minute. Joe, by me being bored, doesn't mean other people aren't going to be interested in what's going on. It, yeah. Yo, it's, it's just me being a shit person. <laughs> So I, th- I think as well, you've kind of got to just sort of put it out there with podcasts more than anything. You're not, um, maybe this is the way the internet's changing. You're not 
over-analyzing or overthinking things. Mm-hmm. You're not putting stuff out and going, oh, this is the, the best shine. It's not like a song, which is immortalized forever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you've yeah, got yeah. one shot at it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just like, well, we're just talking, and yeah. there'll be another long one. Episode next oh, week. yeah, there'll be another, yeah. It's, it's, it's completely disposable media. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, if you... And, it, and it's stuck in a moment in time, and you also, like you were saying about people following you and people buying into you as a person... That's right, isn't it? They like yeah, listening that, to you guys. That's yeah. it. And, and that will mean that you'll always, f- not forgive, but you might, you, you'll might sort of get halfway through and be like, oh, I'm not really feeling this one. Mm-hmm. You do with Joe Rogan all the time. I don't stop listening to Joe Rogan's podcasts. I just, yeah. well, I don't like that one. So. I just don't listen to yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the good, that's uh, one of the good things as well with the long format thing, because you look down the list of the ones we've got and it's like, okay, they're all like an hour and a half, two hours, maybe even a little bit longer. There's like 30 episodes. You go, I'm not fucking listening to all of that. You just pick the ones. The thing which is why we thought about like getting the guests in because it almost focuses the show a little bit because a lot of the times, like we started off, we'd have things that we'd talk about. But there's been a few episodes where it's like, have you picked anything this week? Nope. Okay, let's just chat. Let's yeah. record and see what happens. So maybe there are like a few doctors in there. Wor- it, it, yeah, the, the, there's always going to be like, Stuff that you look, you see through the week, but mm-hmm. it's it's not like having a set fucking uh, set list because it's just something. If it, like fucking dolphin this afternoon when I sent you the picture of that because we, we were talking about the, climate yeah, change, yeah, yeah. and it's that's fucking weird. But if you put that on a, a piece of paper to fucking stick into a podcast, up. that means I would be sat here for like an hour and a half going, how the fuck am I going to turn this round to dolphins? Yeah, and, <laughs> and you become a slave to something that people who are listening yeah. didn't even know was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the same thing with the, the American football podcast mm-hmm. that we actually got so obsessed with time and, you know, we've yeah, got, yeah. You know, we've got, a, we've got a, a show. We've got a time that we want to do it. We've got to fit these things in. We had a running order. We had a list. And because we had so many people, you were like constantly like looking at your watch and thinking like, oh, well, we spent ages talking about this and we need to fit all this other thing. Yeah. And okay, partly... You must know it with the F one. Partly you have to because it's story based and it's event based, so you've got to target certain things. I think. Well, the, but, I mean, the, the F one one can run quite long. Yeah, you uh, guys did like three hour ones and stuff. There's only only ever been a couple of three hours, but it's generally two hours. But the um, we don't really do the the time thing. There's uh, no the time thing was entirely in my yeah. own head. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. But also because. Um, I, I think life, life things, you know. So you do you worry people are getting bored. Um, not with the with the American football one. Yes. Yeah. With my own one, no. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, I've never even looked at listening figures. So without I, li- without right. naming names, then did you <laughs> Who's worry? The dullest fucking. No, no, <laughs> no, no. On the does that? Did you not have faith in, in maybe one of the people or two of the people that you were doing the podcast with? Oh, yeah, because Steve McGuinness is just the most annoying person I've ever met in my okay. life. Okay, that's great. I don't mean that bad to anyone. I, don't, I certainly don't mean it bad to Paul, because obviously do a podcast with him. I've never listened to the NFL podcast, because I, I don't watch You don't have any... Yeah. Well, I've never listened to the F1, because I don't yeah. watch the Formula 1, of course not, yeah. Um, but I think that can be... That would definitely be a thing, because like when we talk about guests sometimes, yeah. sometimes about getting in... Mm-hmm. Um, I knew you'd be okay as a guest because I know you do podcasts before and I know um, I, I like the thing you did with Ben, the, the oh, accent the main, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, thing. Um, I fucking sent that to someone the other day. I've got a mate who's a drummer in Bristol, but he's, you know Hannah Lay? Yeah. So it's Hannah's ex-boyfriend. 
But the, for the times he's been over here, he's he's just like taken in like the accent and everything. So he put on Facebook the other day, "It's fucking blowing a hoolie out there, fella!" <laughs> and of course, one of his mates in Bristol's going, "What well, did, did you just say?" Yeah, so yeah. I just sent him your video. <laughs> you you almost did what me and Martin have been fucking saying we'd do for ages, which oh, was chaff translation, chaff handbook. Yeah, and the, because there was people we were watching a uh, oh, fucking. There's a group of them at the corner house and we were sat there. One of them turned around and said, fucking, yeah, he turned around to me. It's like, fucking you what? Fucking turkey dinner, over. <laughs> and like, like how do you explain that to someone? Understand is that an evolution of a hamba? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, this was the thing. So it ended up with the... post Chav Hamba was, uh, I'd fucking have you for hambaps and current buns. I challenge you to a duel, Squire. Yeah. <laughs> well, funnily enough, the inspiration for me came from sitting in a pub yeah. Like, and it was the hey boy that got me because yeah. like I, I was sat in the mitre one night after a gig yeah. and no after band practice and um, the drummer came in and someone was at the bar and they went hey boy yeah. and then they just went into what can only be described as a series of like noises and vowels which was like oh, yeah, yeah. hang on my, my, my. and they responded and I was like fuck I'm Manx and I don't understand what happened there <laughs> it, 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 but it's this sort of, and I thought, oh yeah, that hey boy, what does that really mean? And yeah, it yeah. just snowballed from that. Yeah, Good to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, where were you going with that when you? Oh, you you were saying I about guests, and you didn't know. Uh, how oh they'd yeah, work out. you know you. You know the sort of the ones that might be a bit awkward. The uh, the only the only one I thought I wasn't sure about was the um, re. Was it re? Oh yeah, yeah, the comedy. comedy. Yeah. yeah. But she was ace. But the only reason I didn't know that because I actually just didn't know her at all when she walked in the house. That makes two of us. She fucking drove past me on the road. To be fair, we never met. I thought it was Ryan before she walked in the door. Yeah. (laughs) I was so surprised when I saw boobs. (laughs) Yeah, but that and that was one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, it was good. Is that something you guys are sort of gonna? Throw have to throw yourself out to a bit more, which is like people that you don't know. That would be quite good. Don't know, but know that they've... Like, there's always got to be, I think, like a subject or something. So you know that they've done something. Which is back to that sort of, like, you've got to have an in to yeah, yeah. start a conversation. Yeah. And you've probably got to mentally... Because what I think, think of is... this. I struggle with this, that balance between things I want to get to and talk about, mm-hmm. but not 90 degree in a conversation Push that's it. flowing. Yeah, yeah. But also always having something in case you get one of those awkward silences that yeah. you've got to be prepared to flow into something. Do you know yeah. what I've noticed is the fact that when you get a silence in the middle of a podcast and say people go, and then someone starts talking, the, the gap isn't as big as you think it is. As it head. is in your head. It's like yeah. falling. You know when you fall over and you wait to hit the ground? <laughs> it's kind of like that. Right. Also, I think when you... Like I never edit. I'm very much a least uh, obstacles kind of guy. I know. I I I don't like chopping bits out of podcasts because, like, occasionally Martin will say something about black people. <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> so, but like, I I don't like chopping the the bits out. The only time I've ever done that was the first, um, not the director's cut we did. Right. Okay. Where we watched Chucky. And I, we, 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 but we did a lot of just watching the film. Yeah, 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 Talking yeah. about it. And then people messaged me saying, 
yeah, that's great, but I couldn't stay in sync with you or, 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 while I was watching the film. And then there was a thing of me going, well, hang on a second. The idea was people to watch it with us. Yeah. I didn't think people would ever actually do, do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then if you're not, then what, what's the point of yeah, doing yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, uh, like, and that shows how much we've sort of, like, learned from that because we was at mm-hmm. Gremlins the other night and couldn't shut up about Gizmo wanking all the time. <laughs> But, but also sometimes with those sort of things, less is more. Like rather yeah. than just fill it with emptiness, you just just let it yeah let yeah, it go yeah, yeah. how it does. Yeah, because what I was when we watched the room, I, would, I forgot we were recording because we're just absolutely fascinated like, by this terrible film. And we're like, mind fuck, fuck, we should speak. Oh, yeah. is that the one with the guy who goes on the roof and he's like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that's a Tommy proper Weiser. call. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's been remade, hasn't it? Uh, no, they made a making of. Yeah, oh. actually, the making of is just a genuinely good film. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it, it was weird. I've never watched a film like it, no. and it, I, it, to the point I can't say it's a bad film. <laughs> it's a badly made film. Yeah, it's a fascinating story about it's, how that all happened as well. Yeah, yeah. Be- because where's he got the money from? And, yeah, and what is real. Personality is and what his real age is. Yeah, yeah. In part of the documentary, he spent what six million making the film. Yeah, and in part of the documentary, someone went to go and get money out of the bank. They told the, and the bank teller turned around, "Oh, it's from this. This account's a bottomless pit." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "What the fuck?" That's brilliant. That that film. Yeah. It's um, uh, James Franco plays yeah. your main man. Um, Probably and- the only good thing I've ever seen in him. <laughs> I think so. Well, actually, I was going to say I think he's okay, but I couldn't name you one exactly. thing. Exactly. Oh no, he. I know yeah, the name. He's not the bad. He's just an actor. He's just there. Yeah. yeah. He's like um, apart. If you take away the fact she's beautiful, he's like the male Zoe Deschanel. Like I, I don't know who she is. Um, do you know uh, Elf? Yes. The, 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 girl the girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. But she's just in loads of films. Yeah. She's never bad. She's never good. Do you just remember her because of her name? I re- no, I remember because she's one of the prettiest Gorgeous. people in the world. Have you seen Exit Through the Gift Shop? Yeah. That when you when we're talking about we don't know where this guy came from, that popped into my head. Yes. Because he's another character. Like that whole film, Like I still don't know to this day whether that's... Was um, that all stunted, or was yes. that guy really that mad? That yeah, <laughs> is he for real? Is that Banksy? Is yeah. was it all Banksy, and he just is having yet another double like yeah. joke on everybody? I know there. Um, that that is a really good film. Um, but uh, yeah, what who do you think Banksy is? Well, to a certain extent, I don't care. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of press that says he's that fellow from Massive Attack, but I could walk past yeah. that guy from Massive mm-hmm. Attack in the street, wouldn't know who he was, anyways. Isn't yeah. there something that says he's part of KLF, or it's KLF as well? That would make sense. Uh, as well, uh, I, mean, I mean, the Massive Attack thing, I, I think it is just your man from Massive Attack. But he's saying it. To, to, <laughs> I, I might be Banksy. No, no, no. There's um, a lot of similarities, like both came from Bristol around the same age, blah, blah, blah. Banksy's usually pop up, or they popped up in these random places around the world, but they're not random when you realise they're also Massive Attack tour dates. Um, and Goldie was being interviewed on a radio. Oh yeah, and he about, basically said it, wasn't it? Yeah, they were talking about um, commercialising stuff, so making t-shirts out of things. And it's like, oh yeah, because you can buy like Banksy t-shirts. And Goldie fucking goes, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I totally respect Robert and all the things he does. Uh, but you know, uh, Banksy's doing great for himself. <laughs> He's so fucking hell. But, Part but of has it, he been planted in there? Part of it's that's why it's good. It's the mystique. Yeah. If yeah. it came out and it was like this guy, you'd suddenly just like tear down the person. Yeah, and do you that's know what? Part of it. 
I can't believe the like, the lack of well, not lack of attention, but the the lack of praise for what it was. The uh, your your shredded pictures got. Oh right, yeah. Because that was the, the, there was so many like it, it shows the problem with journalism. There's so, so much clickbaity stuff about it. Going, a uh, person buys paint worth a million pound that sh- yeah. that shreds in frame. I, you're missing the point here. Mm. It, like that person has then become a piece of art. Do you, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I, I mean the fact that it's shredded is worth it all by itself, isn't yeah. it? This yeah. is the shredded. This is the shredded painting. Do you know what to start yeah. doing? Start selling one piece. One slither. A one of it at a time. Per year. Yeah, yeah. Per year there'd be an auction for another piece of that painting. Right. Right. People would be trying to like restitch it together. Yeah. <laughs> that would that, that would like, be the thing then, wouldn't it? You could like Panini sticker books, but for fucking oh, amazing. Yeah. Are are you gonna be the guy that just says, Right, I am gonna fix that painting? Yeah. Well some stupid prick tried um he took a Stanley knife to a print, didn't he, and tried selling it on. Did he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine. Fucking chaps. Your fucking slices are like this thick. What the shred <laughs> is this? I'm fucking telling you, Dobbo. I've got this. <laughs> fucking, we're going to be fucking rich. I, Bought a I, I tell you, in the fucking pine wood, yeah. I know, I know uh, you said this isn't a particularly manx orientated podcast, but I I wish there was more art like that on the Isle of Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't, There's I, a lot of murals and things. That yeah, and, but basically, up, Jimmy Duggan is the only person doing anything. That's that's one thing. Yeah, yeah. See, it feels like it. Yeah. Um, but also, I want more actual just political g- state. Well, no, someone just doing it, not like getting permission and blah yeah, blah, blah getting, getting arts council funding. Yeah. But yeah. like, actually, someone just going out with a spray can mm. and just doing something. I can tell you why. Because we live in the middle class Isle of Man. We like everything is middle class. Everyone is happy, and genius never comes from fucking being comfortable that's true that's when you was talking about bands before i'd say that's why you'll never get a band from the other man that's successful yeah yeah because because why would you when you can just get an easier life i don't I, i don't think that's a reason because i think now even as a musician yeah i wouldn't particularly want to be an assigned band anymore because i don't think the I don't think it's there. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like the the yeah. record deal isn't there. Oh no no no! There's, no, there's, far, there's far too much of a fucking but, hard slog. Re- I, I get. I totally agree with you. But realistically, that's coming from someone who's in their mid thirties who's yeah. cottoned on to that. Yeah, yeah. And bands. Are, no, but I, that's a recent thing. I don't think that that that's something that's ha- that's happened in the last ten years. Yeah, but you're looking at that from experience as well. So you've still got very naive. Oh yeah, twenty year olds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. still searching that same dream. But the the. The way to get that dream is to leave the Isle of Man, go into the back of a transit van and live in abject poverty and misery for like five years. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And who's going to do that when they could come back here yeah. and pretty much be comfortable no matter what they did? Yeah. 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 And that's and that's like you hear about like Kirk and um, uh, Dave Mustaine. and that. It's, yeah. it's not even just the um, having to live in the, the, like the abject poverty in the back of the van. It's the lack of stories to actually tell. No, it's not wanting to be gobfucked by Louis Walsh as well. It's it's, it's it's a constant, constant thing I think about. Arthur, like sometimes, uh, anyone that's done anything good is someone that's gone through some sort of hardship. He's not going through any sort of hardship. Should I slap him a little bit? <laughs> you know, leave uh, leave him out for a night just to give him just to just to give him a bit of character. No, you're you're hundred percent right there. Like all the holiday trips I've been on, like. North Korea, everyone's interested in because it's mad. Yeah. And my stories, like, 
I went to Disneyland for a week. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a lovely time in Orlando. I never tell anyone anything about that because I just went on roller coasters and it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the stories always crank well, out of being you, in a minefield or do, having dysentery in Mauritania. Yeah, you yeah. can do things which are fucking fun, which aren't like, say, spiritually Tragic. enriching yeah. for want of better words. But No, I'm not talking about spiritual. I'm talking like, I'm agreeing with you that all my stories from traveling are bad things that happened yeah, to me. Yeah. yeah. That when I was in there, and... I would do anything to not be involved in because yeah, yeah. I hated it and it was miserable. But they're the stories. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's, they're the strong memories. Like when I was yeah. in South America for two and a half months, like there were times, like ugh, we camped at the side of a road by a petrol station on a football pitch and I got, my top of my head got eaten alive by like a thousand mosquitoes. Yeah. yeah. It was horrible. That story stands out in my mind yeah. far more like and eating like a ham a guinea pig guinea pig stands out in my mind than the really nice times I had. And I never tell people about the, the oh, lovely no. experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've done the you know, like the the same work trip and there's two different stories from it. And I don't tell that we had a nice meal and then I went home. I went back to the hotel story. But you tell the um, one of our party got barred from the uh, Monte Carlo Casino story. You know, that's the one that you tell. Yeah. And you don't tell the um, like the I work with nice people thing. I, you know, I always tell the I've I've worked with a fucking ex member of Mossad, and he is that scary story. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> because people aren't interested in the the yeah. nice safe stuff, <laughs> and and that's kind of the same, isn't it? That you're no one wants to listen to a song about. Oh, it was really tough. I had to like go and work nine to five in a bank and get paid yeah. a nice amount of wage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They want to hear. Yeah, They want to hear about the oh, like I've lost my job and I'm on the streets. Yeah, yeah. But no one wants to go through that either. Yeah. yeah. I also think, but most of the people singing about that probably haven't done it. Maybe I I do it's think it's... that's why music goes shit after like the second or third album because yeah, as soon as people got get it too comfy, though. yes, and and all they do is go on tour. Yeah, that's really interesting because I always put it down to like uh, my big examples of it are uh, Coldplay, uh, Biffy Clyro, that once they get to a certain stage, they're then writing for stadiums. And so you want Oasis, Oasis, and you need all those. uh, It becomes less about your sort of life experiences and more about, well, what songs do we need to write to pack out those stadiums? Start double thinking people. Yeah, yeah. But I kind of like podcasts. You start thinking what would people listen to rather than just do do something for you and... Mm -hmm. Fuck it. Well, I remember watching, so, so now I've got back to fucking podcasts, a, a, a few videos about um, like trying to grow podcasts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was watching these people thinking, nobody fucking listens to you. But, but, <laughs> but that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Like the old like people who do do and people who can't do yeah. teach. Well, yeah. if you're spending your time teaching people how to do a podcast, well... No, because you just yeah. you just have done it, and Wait, you'd have what so you've much. Done is make clickbait YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. There's no, uh, no one can teach you how to, and no one also, no one wants to listen to a podcast or a band or read a book or yeah. see a play that's based on the, here are the the best ways of doing it and everyone will be kind of doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You you want, or maybe this is me, maybe actually people do want that, but I'm always looking for something that's different and unique and unusual. Mm. Yeah. Like this t-shirt, so... It's a Daniel Bryan t-shirt, but it's yeah. not. It's Daniel Bryan as a zombie saying yeah. brains, brains, brains. Because I wanted something that had the beard. I wanted something that had Daniel Bryan, but I didn't want the same one that anyone can get yeah, from yeah, the yeah. WWE no, it's, shop. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a different take. Yeah, And that's, I think, the same with podcasts. And that's why I, I 
uh, gravitate towards Joe Rogan because he's just so open. And yeah, you just pick some, up various... Every like, show's a different show. Yeah. yeah, and every guest, he's not... He'll have someone from the left, someone from the right. Yeah, yeah. Like somebody who mm-hmm. wants to shut drugs down, someone wants to open drugs up. Yeah. You know, it's he'll just listen to anyone and have yeah. an opinion, uh, just have a chat. And it, it's, it, it feels like podcasts might be the sort of last open forum for things at the minute. Yeah, uh, yeah because it's, it's not... the new it's, open forum. It's not been dictated... It's not popular yet. It's not... Yeah. It's not mainstream popular. No, I think but as soon as it's mainstream popular, it's fucked. But I think mm-hmm. it already, to a certain extent, has. Like, Cole Cabana's stopped doing his interview podcasts mm-hmm. because he's one of, like you said, 50 yeah. ex-wrestler yeah, yeah, yeah. interview podcasts. Yeah. But I've listened to Chris Jericho and Stone Cold, who are the more famous ones, and they've become so, like a radio show advertising. Jericho wants, yeah, yeah. To, be, wants to be Rogan. That's why you start having like conspiracy theories, theorists on. And I, 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 I think though that they, the money to make it profitable, it goes towards the tried and tested TV and radio format. Yeah. And as it becomes more popular, those people will just move over and just turn it into a TV and radio mm-hmm. format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas at the moment, it's in this, like you said, this wonderful it's free early days of one. YouTube. That's yeah. what it is. And you see what YouTube's become, where it's yeah. become very monetized. And I've got a it's mate. Fucking adverts everywhere. Well, I've got a mate who basically lives off his YouTube yeah. income, um, who does it on the electronics channel up in Ramsey, mm-hmm. um, Big Clive. And he has found that his videos have become demonetized based on what he's doing. So okay. he's. No one's come along and said, make certain things in a certain format. Okay. But, oh, is this the content that he's doing? Yeah, mm. because, okay, because wow. if he talks about something that's viewed, considered dangerous or inflammatory mm. or non-family friendly, yeah. then it just gets demonetized. Right, okay. Yeah, so yeah. he is incentivized to do things that fit within these guidelines. Yeah. And this is my issue with the, um, te- the technology world is so left that there can't be Anything left of anything right of center. I've, I've, what, everyth- do, you want, do you want like a, a Jew tracker app or something? So you can go hunting them. <laughs> no, but either everything's okay no, or nothing's you, okay. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's the same with comedy, isn't it? You don't get yeah. right wing comedians. No, well, it was funny. I heard one uh, yesterday on Radio 4. They gave him his own half an hour show at like the 6 30 comedy slot. And yeah, he was like, I'm a right of center comedian. He was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Well, of course, because yeah. it shouldn't make any, you know, difference. Yeah, yeah. It's just, there's a, there's a perception. There's a perception that that's Bernie Manning. The yeah, right yeah. senator is yeah. sexist well, or racist. I think the issue is, in the, in the UK, right is Nazi. Like, that, that's what we, what we instantly there think There is of. no right of senator. We, we don't have, like... You say right that, but the Tories have been... They're not right-wing. No, no, they're not right... They're not right-wing as we think of it as being right-wing. They are right-wing. They are right-wing. Yeah. yeah. But you think they're right they're but centre. I know yeah, what you yeah. mean. The, the yeah. association with right-wing is Nazis, fascists. But yeah. If yeah. You, I, I think this is where um, the US kind of has... If you take... The, the alt-right? Fucking, no, no. But if you take the right... If you take racist right out of it, they still have a right-wing... Do you know what I mean? They still have a, a conservative, like a true conservative, true conservative yeah. party, That's Bible like, Belt, or um, yeah, a uh, Milo. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I'm a bit of a fan of Milo Yiannopoulos. I think the guy is a really intelligent guy that says a lot of inflammatory things, but underneath all that, there's a layer of sense. 
to a lot of the stuff he says. Right. But unfortunately, I think he's... Uh, well, no, I don't think it's even unfortunate because what I think he's there for is to say things that are quite extreme because it, just to draw people that way. So then they get that far and then they come back, but then they've thought about something at this point. I get what you're saying, but I think he that is part of the problem. It goes back to what we talked about earlier, that mm-hmm. uh, people come in with absolutes. And yeah. like, there's nothing like someone have it, because I would say I'm generally left-wing leaning, mm-hmm. except when I'm met with someone who's really left-wing. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's because the, the left now, like the real left, is fucking crazy. <laughs> but it's fucking insane. I, I think... I think because of the internet, we see the fucking crazy extremes more yeah, and yeah. more. Like we talked yeah, about that, we're, yeah. we're very, you know, we're just having reasonable conversations, yeah. and every, I think I'd like to think the vast majority of people are kind of the same on a face-to-face basis. Everyone's mm-hmm. centered, whether they think they're left or right. Yeah. They've all got that common. Most people have got I, that. I common think sense. you're right, but it seems to be the vocal minority which are making the changes. Yeah. And because they're the ones that's where the, the BBC have been, and that's always been the true truth through history is no one ever made a change by just moving one step, everyone makes yeah, like, yeah. like that 10 step, yeah. and you get two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so t- you, you're right with that go extreme, and you kind of you, you, you move a bit, but I don't think that helps. I think, um, the BBC have been guilty of putting in minority extreme opinions mm-hmm. as balancing points, yeah, and that doesn't necessarily assist anything you always end up with like ridiculous opinions rather than just people kind of talking stuff through yeah I mean fucking Nick Griffin did question time once the ex-head of the BNP for fuck's sake yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like why are you even giving him fucking airtime? see but that, that's the thing though because we are we look at that as right wing and you, you can't look at that as a fucking conservative viewpoint do you know what I mean no no yeah, that, that is that's an extreme right wing yeah, yeah. But, but same as fucking Nigel Fromage I mean he shouldn't be given any fucking time either. Yeah, he's got no no power, no stance. No. But then neither should people who say, oh, well, there's like 52 sexes. And, and Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the left I have the problem <laughs> you just with. You met your new best friend here. No? Well, oh. <laughs> I, I did um, like a podcast with Christine. Yeah, Gally, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And she, we had a really good chat and definitely uh, like, thought about things a lot more. But she was probably more left-wing than... I feel yeah, comfortable yeah, yeah. with yes. generally, yeah, I um, and I, and I, and sometimes I feel that that actually does more harm than good because I would generally say I'm agreeable for what they say, but when they come out so extreme views, I tend to find myself going the opposite direction. But this is why yeah. things are getting worse, and this is why progressives are one of, in my eyes, the most dangerous thing in the world because nobody that's not racist. Wants to be called racist. Yeah. So if you have, if, it's if, like it's like dynamite, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So if or you if shit. you turn around and say say something that isn't oh, fucking even a joke that isn't racist, I can't even think of anything to say now. To be clear, no, I, I know what you, you mean. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're so paranoid about saying something might, Some, in, yeah, and someone would be offended on behalf of someone, exactly, and yeah. taken out of context, yeah. And the, I, in fact, to the point, I've been tempted to delete my Twitter, right? Okay, because I've had oh, Twitter. Well, I don't know. Okay, That's the right. thing. I've got like 10,000 tweets. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. anything could be on there. Oh, and I've I had see, it for yeah, like yeah. 12 years. You might see people put so, up something from 10 years ago. And yeah. Go, you fucking said this. Um, I wouldn't you, even you, remember if I said delete, it. Delete it all you want. She's still there. You She's still there. Fucking plough through. Just for the record, my Twitter isn't filled with like Bernard Manning jokes and stuff. It's, no, 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 no. But um, 
the problem is, like I say, if if you're not racist, I'm not a racist person. But the thing is, I've never been worried about being attacked Cold for man. not being racist enough by the right wing. However, if I did say something out of line, especially like considering there's said Formula One podcast, for instance, has a lot of people. I, I'm sure if I said something completely stupid there, I'd get quite a lot of fucking feedback from it. Yeah. Um, You're lucky here because no fucker listens. No. But <laughs> no, do you, know, do you know what I mean? I, I've never been, I, I would never be attacked by the right wing for not being racist enough. But if you do something <laughs> slightly fucking out of line, slightly not right, you are going to get fucking mauled by the left. Yeah. And I the thing that bothers me is people take stuff out of context or out of time and judge it based on their stance at yeah, that absolutely. moment. Point. Yeah, like yeah. Well, I find it ridiculous snippet. I find it ridiculous that people have like their emails or their phone hacked mm-hmm. and someone's like, Oh, you sent this private message to someone else and you made this joke. Yeah, yeah. You're bad and you should be sacked from your job. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Yeah. Well it's that classic thing, don't look at fucking WhatsApp groups. Like, you yeah, know, yes. like, I'm not that person, but for that 10 seconds where I laugh my cock off. Is, I yeah, because, because all all that is, is I have a mission in that group to make the five other people yeah. laugh. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a board game called Say Anything, and it's a series of very innocent questions on a card, and everyone has like a, a dry board marker and, and little cardboard thing. And it'll be a question like, uh, what's your favourite film? Mm-hmm. And you could answer it straight. You could play with your family. You could be like, yeah. oh... What's, so you always have to put an answer for that person. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. it's going to be Mission Impossible or the room or whatever. Yeah. Or you can have backdoor slot six. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's what it always devolves that's, to with yeah, our yeah. mates. Of course eight, it does. Yeah. In eight, that, eight was the best. <laughs> <laughs> and But if someone came along and saw that we'd written all these things, yeah, yeah, yeah. they'd be like, you are horrible people. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, we just I'm, want I'm to make gonna this person I'm going to have to laugh. do a first in my fucking career of podcasting. Don't, uh, don't go into the bottle. I need to go for a piss. Okay. <laughs> if, if you're a real professional, you'd just be opening those bottle caps oh. up and just going at the no, table no. like a real man. Pissed. Other people pissed. I've never pissed. I'm going for piss. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you, um, you're absolutely right on that. It's You get this thing now, like as Lee was saying, that um, you could go a little bit out of uh, character, let's say, and get absolutely hammered online. For it, and it's people. I find people that um, I think you were saying before. People get mad on behalf of other people yeah. for things. I saw something recently where there was a um, uh, someone had made some like a stereotype joke about a black guy, and black, the, there was a black guy there, and he was pissed himself laughing, and someone went fucking mental about it, and like you got you can't say anything. You're a white woman. <laughs> you know what the fuck? Who are you mad for? You know. Yeah. Um. And it's all about the 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 situation you're in. Like, so I was in a a, a meeting when there was someone talking about uh, Chinese restaurants, mm-hmm. and someone asked, "So, are the people from that restaurant related to the people from the other restaurant?" Right. And, okay, and there yeah, was yeah. that sort of like in deep in breath, yeah. and it's like, and he went forward and sort of said, "Yeah, you know, because." They all look the same. I thought they were related. Yeah. And you're kind of like, oh my God, you can't say that. That's outrageous. Because in the context of that meeting, yeah. it was a bit off. Yeah, yeah. But if you're at home with your mates having a few beers, yeah. you'd say that yeah, potentially yeah. and it would be yeah. fine. It's all... Oh, there's an absolute time and a place. But at the same time, you wouldn't go... If someone went, oh, the, the guys that own that Chinese restaurant, well, that's your man's uncle that owns that Chinese restaurant. And you go, really? Oh, I never would have fucking thought that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think as well as the intent behind yeah. it, like oh yeah, 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 uh, like generally 
comedians, okay, to a certain extent, comedians get a, a bit of a free pass because they're like, well, I'm just doing it to to be funny. So you get very rarely would you get a comedian tell a joke, and the the, the idea behind the joke is get that fucker and let's beat him up. Yeah, or, you know, whatever. whether it's like a homophobic joke or a racist joke or a sexist joke or whatever, they're not going. Let's get that. <laughs> it's back to the stories again, isn't it? You have to go to that extreme, or you have to find yeah. something that's out of the ordinary mm-hmm. to prompt a reaction, to make something funny, to make something interesting. Yeah, yeah. If if you're just reasonable all the time, it's not. It doesn't work. Yeah, and it's. I think, um, especially as time has gone on as well, you can't get away with the knock knock jokes or the. Horse walks into a bar, the barman says, why the long face? It's like, why is nobody laughing? Because a lot of laughter that you see, I find things, that's why like like Frankie Boyle and people like that, or like Stanhope or whatever, I also think, because you're shocked at first, and then the, the only reaction you can naturally give is laughter. Yeah, Jimmy Carr has, uh, has described that his favourite mm-hmm. laugh is the one where you, you involuntarily laugh, yeah. and then you have a deep breath because yeah. you realise what you've just what laughed at. What you're laughing at, at. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I haven't said that, I do also enjoy... Dad jokes and puns and, oh, yeah, and yeah. things. Apart from that, like shake up, which was terrible. Yeah, that was fucking awful. Um, no, I was watching um, the dentist. That's a Charlie Chaplin silent film uh, the other day. For God, you're such a hipster. It's for work. Did you write on your typewriter while you were watching it? Oh, and yeah, then yeah. ride home in your penny farthing. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Starbucks, obviously. <laughs> in Starbucks, yeah. Um, but and Actually, I, went, I went to Starbucks tonight. To be fair, yeah. oh, you should have brought yeah, an iPad. <laughs> Um, but like that comedy was obviously. I did silent. also take. I did. Sorry, I just yeah, need. I, to, I did also take a picture because the woman in there, I it spelt Jew and right, and then someone else come along, crossed it out, and spelt it in a stupid way, Amazing. just to annoy me. Fucking brilliant. Um, anyway, but yeah, no, but the point of that is that it's just, it's classic slapstick, and so you've seen it thousands of times before, so it shouldn't be funny. But still, Charlie Chaplin hit the child in the face was funny. So, <laughs> but the child was dressed up. They put a mustache on him as though he was supposed to be. Like a, the, a dentist, like an adult role, but it's clearly a child. Yeah. Like, Let's face it, Del Boy falling through the bar yeah, yeah, is yeah. never going to stop being funny, yeah. is it? Yeah, Basil Fawlty, for me, always going like, to be hilarious. I don't, I don't like Only Fools and Horses. No, neither do I, but oh, no, I like not. that one thing. Yeah, it's like, that's not my favourite thing. I actually had to Google yesterday to see if David Jason was still alive. Yeah, he's in uh, Open All Hours, the remake, isn't he? Oh, it's fucking dreadful. It that. is, yeah, it's terrible. Is oh, there God. a remake of Open All Hours? Yeah, he's now it's playing wide. the older character. Yeah. So Granville is now obviously in his 70s. And owns Why? the shop. Because no one's got any new fucking ideas, have they? Yeah. When was the last time you watched a comedy that was like new and good? Yeah. No, it's comedy only only exists in stand-up form now, as far as I'm concerned. I'm like, the you think you've been thinking of sitcoms of our youth, yeah. Red Dwarf, Father yeah. Ted, yeah. the IT crit. Oh, okay, that Bottom. was not youth, but you know, yeah. it was a bit... Mm. They're all dead. Yeah, yeah. Just been re- replaced by... Oh, what's that... Shitty Miranda. Uh, no, well, no, I've never watched it. That woman's face upsets me. What, what, what's the the supposed to be the nerdy comedy? Oh, everyone loves it, and it's got the, the Big guys. Bang Theory. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking, fucking absolute terrible. Yeah, it's just Friends for fucking. Listen to it with listen to no, because at least Friends is half good. Listen to it without the laugh track. Right, it's okay. just brutal. Yeah, you yeah. know, if you don't have that laugh track to tell you to laugh, you wouldn't yeah. know. Have you ever watched Two Broke Girls? No, no, heard of it. That's. Fucking awful! It's is the it? worst thing in the world, and that's weird because Whitney Cummings is funny. Oh, is it? Oh, uh, she's her stand-up is hilarious. She wrote Two Broke Girls. It, which who? Which one is she? She's not in it. She she created it. Oh right, but, uh, yeah, it's but just two girls it. speaking really quick to each other. It's like watching Instagram, but like in <laughs> a video form. It's fucking weird. Um, I yeah, th- I think comedy is such a 
a strange one to like capture in a bottle as well because well so I go up to Edinburgh for the fringe okay. like most years I, I didn't go last year or this year but past like four or five years I've gone Cole Cabana I go and watch him yeah. uh, all the time and I love it and I love going and seeing new comedy because you go there and see like an established comic and it's usually shit compared to someone who's just playing to yeah, yeah. five people in the back yeah. room of a bar yeah. yeah, but nothing makes me laugh as hard as when I'm Ram my mates playing board games, having a beer, yeah. and a, an in joke that's like seven layers deep. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, gone yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that you could, yeah. no one in the world would ever get. It's not yeah. funny, but to you, like that sort of that laughter that give, gives you pain, mm-hmm. that you're hyperventilating. That you know, be, that's because lots of comics don't build jokes anymore. Like the um, you don't have time to, do you? It's all instant. Mm-hmm. You very rarely given. That's I think the best stand-up joke I've ever heard. Did you watch the um, uh, Dave Chappelle specials that he's put on Netflix? I've seen the first one or two. Was that the one with the um, the Bill Cosby joke? Maybe. To be, well, I thought I liked Dave Chappelle, but they he, did nothing. He laid. Oh, I see. I think it's genius. His new stuff, and he laid laid the foundations of a joke at the beginning. Of uh, uh, of the set, and then an hour and a half later, paid it off. Hit the punchline punch yeah, came. Yeah. That's the best stand-up joke I've ever heard. Right, okay. I thought the he rapes because he saves. <laughs> <laughs> that was the punchline. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, have you not watched that one? Yeah, I watched it when it first came out. Though. Oh, gee, that's so good. To be honest, I still laugh at those mean memes about Bill Cosby and pudding. What's I've never seen any of that. Oh, it's like. Uh, See that there? There's a there's a, a, a jar full of colour utensilies. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Yeah? Yeah. Well, my girlfriend decided she was going to do for her uh, Secret Santa present uh, a inspirational quote a day for somebody. Yeah? Well, the thing is, my girlfriend can't be bothered doing it, could she? So numbnuts here said, right, I'll do it for you. I'll, I'll, I'll troll the internet and find it. So there's loads of stuff in there. It's Beyonce ones. It's Hillary Clinton ones. Uh, my two favourites are uh, Alistair Crowley, Do What Thou Wilt, and uh, Bill Cosby, uh, If You Have a Dream, You Should Just Take It. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a, there's a really good inspirational quote that Hitler did. That right, okay. out of con- uh, I, can't, I can't remember what it is now, but... I was just about to reach my phone for Google, but uh, out of context, you write it and it's like, yeah, oh yeah, tell it. And then you find out Hitler said it. But we said this on the podcast before. Imagine you got a time machine and you went back to kill Hitler. You you, you were going to do the the ridiculous thing which would change the face of the world. And uh, he started speaking to me like, do you know what? He's a really nice guy. He likes dogs. <laughs> he's, he's all right. It's Himmler. Himmler's the cunt. Yeah. <laughs> well... Even if, I mean, you go you go down the rabbit hole of even if you killed Hitler, what stage would it have made any difference? Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. But also, if you had say stopped World War Two, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have like the internet, would we? Or jet planes? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Saying yeah. that, if you went to go and meet Hitler, you'd be just constantly going, "No, no, I said Jimin." Who <laughs> and actually, that's that's a Family Guy joke that still makes me laugh. No, I said I wanted a glass of juice. <laughs> <laughs> Still makes me laugh. Uh, that was one of those like, oh, I shouldn't be. Well, maybe I should. No, do you know the worst one that got me? It's a terrible joke. Um, but Family that, guy joke. No, no, no. Just, just, just joke, joke, joke. 
um, I was working with somebody once, and we were talking about World War Two, and he turned turned around. It was just it was because it was so dry. Turn around. You know what though? You've got to give the man his dues. <laughs> and it fucking ruined me. That's like some sort of Holocaust. The, the man from Del Monte because he said yes. Got <laughs> to give the man his dues. He, there's a fucking Cosby Del Monte man joke in there somewhere. I'll leave. You, I'll give you a week to figure it out. Yeah, there's one there. Yeah. <sighs> bit, at the risk of lowering the tone, is <laughs> that possible? Um, or mood? I, I've been to Auschwitz, um, and it wasn't difficult. Wank. <laughs> Not the hardest no. I've had. No. The uh... <laughs> the penis or the wank? <laughs> Both. Um, I. I I think it's one of those places I think everyone should go to um, because I think it's like really powerful. It's yeah, not yeah. somewhere you could say it's good. I've been but, to the Holocaust Memorial in Berlin and that was oh, fucking it. powerful. <sighs> it's, but I, th- I think all those sort of places should be like more, except like been to Chernobyl, yeah. Chernobyl a couple of times and that's mm-hmm. somewhere that people should go and actually appreciate the reality. I do yeah, think, yeah. even though the internet has meant everything's like, you do see a lot more, I still think we're incredibly sensitised to physical, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and also, and we do, we pretend like things don't happen. No, no, but I think we're because of the internet for, for uh, to a certain extent, it makes the real world when you go to places even more fucking like, tactile. Do you know, it, and it, it I doesn't think it seem makes as more, real. No, no, I think it makes more of an impact when you see. Oh, something. right, okay. Um, I like the. I remember I the first time I ever saw a bullet hole in something was at Heidelberg, right. on the the bridge. Mm. And I was reading about the, the, the battle that had gone there. And on one side, which would have been the German side, was fucking peppered with the bullet holes. And it was just at that point that I was sort of thinking, well, hang on a second, this is a fucking choke point here. So that if, if there's this much artillery going there, that means there was people here. So the, it must have just been a case of so get him out of the way and move forward because we have to protect this bridge. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'd... The the thing of sticking your finger in something, which was meant to kill somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not fucking George Michael, uh, but yeah, to stick your finger <laughs> he in never something. Never killed that's... anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Barrymore. Yes, that's yes, better. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's by the water as well, I suppose, being the bridge. But um, yeah. I don't, I don't think people see enough of that sort of thing. No, no. I, I certainly haven't seen enough of no. it. Yeah, and and that's back. You can go back full circle. They're, they're things you don't want to see. You don't want to be a part of. No, but, but it's incredibly fucking enriching and to you. It goes back person. to the TT. Actually, yeah, yeah. like that Southern Hundred photo where there the three bikes and the fella died and the other two people yeah, in the hospital, yeah. mm. and it's front page of paper, and people went fucking nuts. Yeah, like it's disgraceful you're taking this photo. And I looked at it and I was like, am I am I on a different yeah. plane here from everyone else? Because I'm looking at it, and it's three bikes. It's no, there's no bodies. There's no. Yeah. It's just yeah. three bikes, and this is a report of exactly what happened. These three bikes crashed, yeah. and someone died. Why hide that? But you what can, if you can pick up a tabloid with a fucking half blown up child on the front of it, and that's fine. Well, that's that's quite an interesting thing. But as you say, um, on the TT, maybe that would stop people driving like maniacs over the mountain. If you mines, actually saw more landmines at the hairpin, you did like an abort sixty-seven or whatever the fuck the cold thing, and you just had banners of like David Jeffrey's severed head and things on there. 
at, at the start of the fucking ascent up the mountain, you go, you enjoy yourself, but this is what fucking happens when you go yeah. there. Or Connor Cummins with a fucking arm hanging off and thing, you know, after he bounced down the side, that might stay in your mind a bit more by the time you get to the Craig. You 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 sort of you you're there. You're sober it. enough. Yeah. But I, but I do think we should be more open, like. Okay, I get it that that's someone's life and their family and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. why should we pretend that people doesn't have these peaceful deaths? It's, yeah, yeah. It's fucking like, horrible. There's a fella, uh, when I was a kid, um, crashed through a place where my dad always used to marshal, except we went to a wedding that day. And he went through a fence. Yeah, yeah. And he was just cut to ribbons. And yeah, the, two, yeah, yeah. the two marshals that got to him never marshaled again. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I remember a mate of ours saying when they worked at the hospital, um, A and E TT time, and the biker came in. They cut the leathers open, and he oh, just fell, fell out. Off. Yeah, yeah. No, his arm didn't fall off. He was fucking liquidized inside his yeah. leathers. And you're like, the only thing that was holding together was. was I've the, heard yeah. that before, like wow. blood, blood pissing out of everywhere. Yeah. Hmm. Did he die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was fucked. Yeah, um, but he'd gone straight into a wall, and he'd been going at 150 mile an hour, or whatever it was. So his body was still traveling at that speed, but the walls over here don't move. Yeah, You're not going through it or bouncing. Uh, always makes me laugh when a you good see... wall doesn't move. No, a good yeah, man's wall. <laughs> it's quite a, quite an important feature of them. Um, <laughs> I love when we put like hay bales. As a kid, we, I saw the hay bales going up on these walls. Be like, oh, that's safe then. Yeah, like, yep. they'll, they'll get back up. Yeah, fine. No way they bounce. Up, it's man. actually no there to protect the wall. Wall exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't want to ruin the paintwork. Yeah. yeah. Took us fucking three fucking weeks to build that wall. Some bloody bike has taken it down in 30 seconds. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, you know, say that it, it's a it's a dangerous event and all this lot, but this whole like, oh, we've put a little sign up saying keep to the left. Things like, fuck it, go full. Like, show them how dangerous it is. Or even just have it I on think keep to the left is where all the problems start. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and people on that more, note... People were more on the centre line. Everything would be far better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, but is it right? What's the? Do you think there's a solution to it? What to the TT? No, yeah, but just to the um, like the overreaction of things. You know, like you you said about the 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 uh, the paper with the the bikes. Oh crash, right, crashed on no, it. In general, um, yeah. Is is there a solution I, to I, the I, way I think... people react to things, or is this just no, no? I, you... Are we the last bastion of fucking common sense? I think to be fair, the the only <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What great power we have! <laughs> when I when I thought I'd have superpowers, I thought it'd be invisibility or yeah. sort of healing. But no, it's just common sense. Common sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's a tough one. I thought uh, mine was just being like incredibly big but malleable, <laughs> <laughs> like jelly. Yeah, I, I think the only way of combating it is to just be dismissively reasonable. Like when yeah. someone comes up and says, "I'll give a, a shit example," people were like, "There's not enough parking in Ramsey." I think it's just, you know, we need more parking Ramsey. And I said, okay, show me where you can put more car parking spaces yeah. in a built-up town se- se- town centre. Like, yeah, yeah, like Ramsey. Like, it's fine to say yeah, yeah. there should be more. Yeah, there should be more. Yeah. But you physically can't do solution. it. So, yeah. and, and that's how I feel all thing. not that I'm, oh, that was a great answer and I'm, aren't I great, but like, if no, someone, if someone comes up with though. this ridiculous sort of stance, mm-hmm. Just meet it head on and go, no, you're being too silly and too extreme. But yeah, yeah. we seem to be in this world where we're f- afraid so much of that overreaction yeah. and the shit, like, and the reporting media storm, not so much in the Oman, but worldwide. Mm. People run scared of the publicity. So they either, like, everyone just cuts everything. Like, Roseanne Barr said a couple of 
strange oh, things. Just, ambient, yeah. yeah, or even if she was just, I don't know, racist or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But straight away, bang, shows. Shows can't, yeah. It's always nuclear button every yeah, yeah. single time. Do you know yeah. what I thought was awful about that? Was the reaction from her co-host, or well, like co-stars. Co-stars. Because I'm not being funny, Apart from Dan Aykroyd. They're only there because she... Because made of Roseanne Barr writing a yeah. fucking but show for them. Dan Aykroyd's not even in the fucking show. No, Dan Aykroyd. What's the other fat guy? Uh, John Goodman. John yes. Goodman. But the problem is that you know, you know you're know you going to be tainted with that brush. Yeah. So that if yeah. you try... Like, who... Um, it's happened a couple of times where someone... Has, some reports came out and people stood up and said, no, I know this guy. He's okay. Yeah, yeah. And then more shit comes out. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh, Fuck. now I'm forever associated yeah, with yeah. the, the kitty fiddler. But that shouldn't be the case. It's like... The- I think you have- oh, yeah, and people should be reasonable. They say, well, he only did it based on what his experience was. Yeah, yeah. But now everyone's so terrified about... Because we have more new... Like, if you think about it, back in... Even when TV came out, there was like half hour news story a day mm-hmm. and it really centered where they could get a camera yeah so yeah, yeah. a lot of things just didn't go reported mm-hmm. like um if like you go back you go to the the restaurant discussion if some if you go to like a shit restaurant in douglas and it's just small and shit well you just don't go back it never gets any news yeah, yeah. but if you went to like a big high profile restaurant and shit well it, it would become a news story because it's interesting yeah, yeah. whereas now we're in this world where actually What's interesting, the bar is set lower and lower because we've got 24 hours of news mm. across yeah, 5,000 news stations. I saw a great story for that. I, 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 again, this is me speaking from a place of pure ignorance, so I don't know whether I'm talking to speak. What I'm saying is bullshit or the conclusion I come to is bullshit or not. Did you hear about the um, tremor that emanated from South Africa yeah, yeah, the yeah. other day? And it was registered all around, all around the world. Mm-hmm. Now, I read that and it's... Every article is wrote as fucking doom. Yeah? Right. Yeah. Like, what is this? Why is it happening? Nowhere in any of the things I read about it said, is it because we just have better seismographs? Yeah. yeah. Have these been going <laughs> the on? Same, the yeah. same with, I kind of believe in climate change, but also... Oh, we, we are. We are. Re- <laughs> Did you see the episode last week's? No. The, the, the episode for last week, the title of last week's episode was me saying, I'm not a climate change denier, but carry on. <laughs> I, I'd probably go along with what I assume is that, is that we are recording more and more, more and more data. Now, I'm not saying that it kind of makes a lot and of sense. it's such a small place yeah, of recorded we, we, history. And what we go back to records from 1850, but mm. we've got those records in like four places yeah. in Europe. Yeah. And... What, what we don't know what fa- like the bottom line is we don't know that there might have been a volcano go off in flipping Indonesia in 1857 yeah, that yeah. had massive repercussions we just don't know so as I said this last week didn't I that a single volcano puts up the same amount of fucking shite into the atmosphere as the entire industrial revolution yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's it's it's, a lot it, when you think we've brought it back, back from there I will, mm-hmm. The problem I have with it is the fact that all of the uh, um, science studies that come out and then what we get fed is that we can fix this by uh, driving electric cars or we can fix this by recycling bottles. It's nothing to do with that. It's industry. Yeah, industry yeah, yeah. can fucking fix it. Not fucking flesh cunt here. Yeah. In this house. <laughs> 
I I thought this when uh, Alan Man Creamery's got rid of the uh, plastic milk bottles and yeah. it was like yeah. this great thing. Fucking but then you, the world. you go to any uh, business and yeah. they've still got their big plastic gallon yeah. pint yeah. milk. And I'm thinking, like, who's using the milk around here? Is it like me with my cornflakes yeah. having two pints a week? Or is it... pints a day for yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always... Thing, you're it's you're right. Scale, it's always... It? It's the same... I, I would probably go... My next car, I want to be an electric car. That's I not... Want, but I want for financial Exactly. Reasons. I'm incredibly yeah. selfish. Yeah. I just yeah. want... And I want to get in while there's still free electricity knocking around so I yeah. don't even have to yeah. pay at my own house. But I also am very aware that all the power stations will be burning all sorts of shit. Yeah. Oh, know? yeah. Um, well, we, yeah. Alex Allen on the radio today, oh, we should stop importing coal and people shouldn't have coal fires. Yeah, probably. But then if you've got something pumping out a big gas power station, then well, big whoops in the scheme yeah. of things. Yeah. But then you look at, well, look at China and Russia and the, what, what oh, the yeah, US Oh, yeah, the Chinese don't give a do fuck. Yeah. No. Um, it's a, it doesn't matter at that point. To the point where I almost understand Trump reneging on that deal. You know, well, there must Paris be a, climate change. Yeah, because there must be a point where he's saying, well, hang on a second. If those cunts aren't fucking doing anything, yeah. why should we be doing anything about it? Uh, I know that, it's not the right way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. other way. That's like the, the fucking, um, well, if everyone had guns, then we think. You go, yeah. yeah, but if no one had guns, it's like, well, if they're not doing it, we won't do it. Yeah, but if you all just fucking did it, the chances are it might it might not on, get better, on the but it's definitely not going to get fucking well. better. <laughs> on the conspiracy side of it as well, yeah. um, we never hear the stories from the hundreds to thousands of scientists that say it's nothing to do with us. We That's because those scientists teach at Sesame Street High School. But they don't. They're not real people. They don't. <laughs> There's so many. Are there really hundreds of thousands of scientists? I said it's definitely thousands. Oh, we've dropped from hundreds to thousands. No, no, we've gone up to thousands. No, no, I, I said hundreds oh, hun- oh. oh, I thought you said hundreds of thousands. No, I was like, no, fuck no. me, there's a lot of That's scientists. Lot of scientists. <laughs> no, no, where, no. Where I have I they been kept? Hundreds, two thousands. I think there's, again, and I don't think either is right. I think yeah, the, yeah. the truth is probably in the middle somewhere. Yeah. I in, think in I, the center, but who gives a fuck anyway? We're going to be living on Mars soon, so it's, it's, well, look realistically, my, my, we're, we're my, not going to see it. Are no, we? no, we're not. I know you've got a vested interest in the future, but I couldn't give right, two fucks. Right <laughs> well, right above Martin's head, where that crack is, yeah, Arthur's a big lad, that's where he's sleeping. Uh, I can't believe I just looked at a wall expecting to see something. No, it's going to be a, <laughs> on a podcast, be, it's going to be his job, to a purely audio out. medium. It's all right. I just went to check on him just before because my son's asleep upstairs, and uh, I did that. Opened the door, and the cat ran in. I was like, "You little cunt!" <laughs> and then I—that's I, why I was a little bit longer than I should have been having a piss. Because I assumed you were just one shake and turned into two. No, no, I was on the quietest cat hunt in the world. <laughs> Does your cat basically wait for you and say, "Ah, an open door"? I will dart into this no, immediately. No, he, he just watches me and goes. This looks like an opportunity to be a bellend. Mm. Yeah, that's cats. <laughs> that's, cats that's why I love cats. <laughs> Give a right. fuck. Um, yeah. Cats. Fucking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Are we? Are we at a natural conclusion? Well, I mean, you had like a moment of silence, and it's been going for two hours forty minutes. So yeah. why don't you that's seize upon one. that? Yeah. I, rec- I know you don't like editing stuff, but I definitely edit an end on fucking cats because that <laughs> seemed a beautiful, beautiful stop. No, because I've got to try and pump my wares now for the ones that are listening. Oh, just remember, just get remind, a jingle and do remind it. Remind like people that uh, they can come and follow me at Total Shun. Oh, uh, me at Base Martin. 
They can follow you if you want. <sighs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't really use Twitter, mate. Yeah. Well, put your also, podcast then. Oh, yeah, so um, knowing me, knowing you on uh, Spotify. How would you be spelling Jew? J-U. Yeah. Right. The, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so find me on uh, on Spotify or maybe on iTunes if I ever get it working. Yeah, um, and if you want more of this, because me and Martin are going to record another podcast after this just for you, uh, you can go head over to our Patreon and sign up to the Musty Audio Network, which will get you our uh, stuff oh, from Musty Audio. It'll get you the extra podcast from Start Continue. It'll get you the extra podcast from uh, DOA, which is what I'm recording tomorrow, which is the first episode, which is Dad's On Arrival. Um, nice. And all the episodes of that will be ad-free. So if you, don't, if you don't want to listen to the adverts, if you're in America and you go, fucking hate this, give us $5. You can have them all for nothing. Well, not nothing. For $5. For $5. $5. Yeah. All for no adverts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for having me. No, it's always, thanks for being here. Yeah. Nobody else said yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Say goodbye, you're ignorant. Oh, sorry. I thought, I, well, yeah, see you. Bye. <laughs>